This is Gavin Verhey from Wizards of the Coast, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! <laughs> Extra! Brought to you by Good Games. When we heard corsets were coming back in, we thought this would be a great way to hide those love handles. And will we finally get the Richard Garfield, Mark Rosewater burlesque show that we've always been craving? Liliana is in Bolas's clutches, but which handbag will she pick? In the movie version, I see Dita Von Tees playing Vess, while Nicol Bolas will be portrayed by Man- Marilyn Manson. From one dope show to another, this is Seven Land Hand. In your face, Anthony Lee. I got oh, it in before the music it. finished. Yeah. <laughs> close call. It was a close call. <laughs> like squinting one-eyed cats, my in-pod master MTGers, uh, Aaron Adversary of Fire Ants, Graham. I hate Fire Ants. Yeah. And yeah. Anthony Adversary of Tight Pants, Lee. It's true. I'm not, I'm not about tight pants. Would you <laughs> prefer tight pants or high pants? High pants? Yeah. Mm. I chose tight pants. Tight pants. Yeah, he just wears yeah. like Slacks. comfortable slack. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, everyone got fancy names except for Vivian Reed. She's just Vivian. Oh, Viv? It's, yeah. Oh, no. Viv, yeah, my planeswalker spot. I bet she's Australian. <laughs> she she nah, is. I don't think that Vivian wouldn't be spelled this way. It's oh, very yeah. French. Very sheep French, station. Yeah. A French sheep station. We'll go <laughs> yeah. half, and, well, half and half it. Anyway, gentlemen, what's been your core of geek since we last spoke? And in your case, Aaron, I mean since Friday, which was just yesterday. Yeah, so well, I, I didn't talk about GP Singapore, but Anthony oh. and I were both... We both played in GP Singapore last weekend. Yeah. How did we go? I broke multiple records. What <laughs> were they? Uh, I haven't missed a constructed GP day two for like two years or more. Oh, and I no. did not miss any PDQ top eight. Uh, well, before, so. Not good records. Yeah, I broke them both. One of them negative oh, records. What happened? Yeah. What happened? I, I would phrase it as that I did equally as well as Li Shi Tian, which is truly an achievement. Yeah, mm, yes, <laughs> great, great achievement. <laughs> What's happened? What's, what's, what, was the, what happened then? What in the oh. in the analysis? What what went on? Uh, I think maybe I didn't I didn't really play that well. I understood everything in theory, but I didn't uh, execute very well on it. And yeah, I think um, I think the deck I played was maybe not. I mean, I played like a good version of the deck, but I should have considered. What did you What did you play? Tell everyone. Uh, red black. Just, okay. I don't know. Boring. Chain whirlers. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like Chan- I like Chandra's to play mid range decks like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Red black. I'll get back to you in a minute with what guild that is. <laughs> I know that. I know that one. <laughs> No, I'm, don't Azorius. wait for me. Don't wait for me. It's Azorius. Uh, Azorius. No. Yeah. no. So he knew that's, that one. That's, that's you know, he blue-white. So yeah, if I just go. do that eight more times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played blue-black mid-range, which um, was one of the decks that we thought we could kind of tune to beat the red and red-black decks, but it turns out you can only really beat, like, not great players of those decks. Yeah. Um, uh, I started out the day... I won a, a trial on the Friday with the same deck that I played in the main event. Um and then started out the day with two buys, which was really good in an eight-round uh, mm. day one. Um, but I, uh, it took me a while to kind of get into my groove with what I was doing because I hadn't played any magic all like, Saturday like morning. About three days to get new groove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I lost my first two rounds in, like, real kind of edgy mulligan decisions and yeah, real, yeah. like... Um, stuff where it Mulligan, felt- mulliganing is killing me this year because I've yeah. just been going. Oh, I'm going to be strong with my mulligans, and then when I'm down to four cards, I'm going. This was a silly yeah, idea. This is <laughs> foolish. And and, and um, th- there were some decisions that I made in game that I felt like punished me broadly the longer the game oh, went okay. on. And so I lost those like quite tight games, and so I was two and two. So I, I my only two wins were the buys. Then I won my next three rounds, mm-hmm. and then in my last round, I had this really awkward situation where. I was playing against a guy whose deck I didn't really recognize, didn't really know how to attack very well. This is well. what the story is. And yeah. he, 
we went to a really extended protracted game three with the head judge of the whole tournament sitting there because yeah. we thought that it was possible that he was being a bit scummy with with some stuff. Did you call it in? Did you say a judge call? How did he, how did he get interested in your match? Well, uh, he was interested in it because we went to time. Yeah. And then I appealed a decision. Oh, no, no. My opponent appealed a decision because he missed a trigger at the end of his turn to make three one ones, okay. which could have swung the whole game around. Yeah. Because um, I was digging to one specific answer in my deck to kill all his. Well, all he his moved dudes. on to the next phase of play. And he said, went, he, oh, said hang go, on a he said, go. And I was on top of my stuff and he went, oh, I make three one ones. And I was like, no, you've missed that trigger. Yeah, yeah. And, so the, and he appealed because it would have swung the whole game. <clears> so the head judge is there. We get a big time extension. Eight minutes into the 10 minute time extension, he finally kills me because I didn't draw the thing I needed. And uh, game three, we play really, really quick, get through about six turns before we run out of time. Hmm. Uh, both of our decks are pretty slow and I can't really, because, because I went so slowly, I was trying to convince him only showing my hand and what I had in play that I would have killed him over the next yeah. few turns. Most likely I had answers for all the stuff that he had in his hand. Yeah. And the head judge was there saying specifically, don't roll dice to determine the, the outcome of this match. Yeah. Don't flip cards from the top of your deck. Cause you're doing stuff outside of the game that you're playing yeah. to, to find the winner. And I, so I made my case to this guy. I said, look, I think I, think I could have, I, I would have beaten you over the next few turns. I'd like you to concede to me. Mm. If we have a draw here, uh, we, we both no miss one sees out day, day two. two. Yeah. And he says, I'd rather just draw. And I was like, what? So like, you'd rather us both, both lose? Mm. Even though I was in ahead and he wouldn't concede that, he wouldn't say that I was um, ahead because he doesn't know what he could have drawn, which is, which is totally legitimate. And once uh, the head judge was like, You've, you've said enough. I need a decision here. I just said, I'm going to concede to you because there's no point in both of us really missing the second day. And if he's definitely not going to, and he's not making a case for me to concede, I'll just... just I, I, had a, uh, I, I, I had a lot more positive things to say about this, but on the second hearing of this story, I think he did have a reason for make, not making day two, and that was because he was a bit of an ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and he was... Yeah, like, he was kind, kind of... I mean, like, it's totally within his rights yeah. to go, I could have drawn runner, 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 best card in my deck to, to completely beat all the stuff that you had and I'd win eventually. Mm. But that's a lot of ifs. And well, I'm... if that's what you just play it by the book and say, okay, we draw. <clears throat> yeah. but, but equally, you've made a good case. Uh, yeah, I think you can argue all three stances, yeah. can't you, yeah. really? Like, like... It's, very, it's very different. I mean, I think this is like the ugliest part of competitive magic. So when it happens, like when, when, when I saw it was gonna ha- that was going to happen, I just walked away because I was like, just let them argue and I don't yeah. really want to see any of it. It's pretty unpleasant to hear me go come on like, yeah. like dude yeah. and I feel, I feel like you know people feel more restrained you know, I, I just want to let them uh, argue their case without feeling like too shameful about yeah, what they're sure. doing so just walk away and it was actually kind of nice the head judge was there because I kept going like oh yeah. like you know I think that yeah. this and this yeah. and this and I'm the last player from Perth left or, or some <laughs> shit and the head judge is like I think you've said you've said enough yeah. for him to make a decision on and he yeah. was like nah. it's, it's for different reasons as well obviously like sometimes like there is an aspect of brinksmanship where you figure if you just wait like one of you like the, if you're going, if you assume that one of you is going to concede then you know you just have to show that you're not giving any ground and like maybe if you knew that sure yeah, yeah. well for mm. example uh, we, we know that whenever we go to a Japanese GP you never expect a Japanese player to concede because it's just like yeah, that's just cultural. It's like, a culturally thing. They're never, never going to concede. Oh, it just doesn't happen. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so stuff like that. It could, it could be for any reason. Like yeah. That. Sometimes we don't know why. Like so, I, was, I mean, obviously, it's not that attitude is not exclusive to the. I mean, the, all the basically all the Japanese players have it, but it's not mm-hmm. only the Japanese players who might have an attitude where it's like, well, 
don't know. We've got a draw, so it kind of sucks that neither of us day twos, but that's just what happens. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. weird, isn't it? Because like we really take the approach of it's like morally you can see I'm going to win. Yeah. So if if, if it yeah, wasn't for the time thing, then I would be going through. So yeah. can't you see that, that would be what's happened and, and let me so, go so through. So for a lot of people, like it's just natural. Like, I mean, but, uh, like obviously at GPs, there'll be cultural differences. So, you mm. know, like, amongst competitive players, there's an understanding that whoever's ahead should just concede so that we don't have to like go through this very ugly like uh, argument about who should concede because that just sucks. Right? Yeah. But when you feel a bit like, I don't definitely know I was going to lose... But and then I it's was, hard. That's, that's why everyone has to yeah. be part of the agreement for it to work. Mm, yeah. And yeah, if, I mean, this exactly. guy was obviously just, he didn't really know what was yeah. going on in anything. So, <laughs> you know, he obviously didn't know about, you know, any kind of expectations. So, yeah. it's not like he knew about an expectation and was trying to subvert it. He just, the dude just really didn't. Know he just didn't want to, he just didn't, and he's yeah. like, I'd just rather draw, get the eight planeswalker points or yeah, whatever. Is, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I, think, I think he just doesn't understand anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. What, yeah. what did you get up to otherwise in Singapore, Anthony? The mm-hmm. highlight highlight of the trip? Uh, I won a lot of packs as well. I, 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 played, huh. I played a trial as well. Yeah. Um, I got to the finals, and I don't need the buys because I already have um, buys. Um, and my opponent was the guy at the start of the tournament. I was like, that guy looks really familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. Uh, and he told me as soon as we sat down, he's like, I interviewed you last year in Japan. I was like, oh, that's, that's a good interview. <laughs> so, I, so I gave him 10 packs. Yeah, so, <laughs> nice. Nice. I could have taken all 60, but I gave him 10 because he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Couldn't read his interviews in Japanese, but I'm sure he said nice. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, that's great. We, we did a lot, of, uh, uh, I, I, a lot of the time. I haven't taken as much time to do tourist stuff around the GP as well. That was, and uh, we really did some cool yeah. tourist no, that was, stuff. That was cool. So, yeah, yeah, we did more of that this time. I enjoyed that. Mm. So that, that made up a lot for, like, I mean, for me, the event was the worst I've done for a long time. But uh, the tourism was the best I've done for a long time. You Ooh, t- I heard yeah. you talked Aaron out of flying a drone out of his hotel window to stop him getting flogged by the <laughs> Singaporean uh, well, one of the one of the, store, one of the good game store regulars was, uh, he, he was pretty obtuse about it. Because, you know, everyone knows you shouldn't, like, chew gum in Singapore. Yeah. And he was, like, chewing gum. One one day, and then you know, one was like tapped in the shoulders, like you shouldn't do that here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like the next day, he turns out wearing a shirt that says Andrew Jackson Jihad on it, which is a band. band. It's a band T-shirt. Yeah, called just, Andrew Jackson Jihad. Well, ba- band isn't a musical band. Oh, I guess band. in Singapore, it's also in Singapore. Anytime you mention the word band, I'm yeah. thinking, oh, it's not band, and he's well, wearing I mean, it. If, if it's a country that you know has uh, you know maybe a bad history with you know. Um, sectarian tensions or whatever I, I wouldn't really wear I mean I'm not saying like Singapore like, Singapore's very safe but I just wouldn't wear a shirt I'd behave that says myself. jihad on it you know yeah. we, we, like, so we were often making jokes that like any anytime we did something wrong like someone like spills some lint out of their pocket you go whoa that's, uh, a, that's a caning yeah. in, this, in this country and um, yeah chewing gum definitely definitely an offence and wearing a shirt that says jihad on it to a theme park yeah I mean even if it's not I don't, I don't know if it was illegal but I just wouldn't do it you know? yeah, like, no. and, and we told him to change and he was like oh see how it go I can't be bothered <laughs> so, I'd just be vanilla t-shirt vanilla pants vanilla shoes yeah. vanilla socks a whole lot I was so well behaved it's very sweaty yeah. there so that vanilla everyone will be able to smell it though, yeah, so. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. we're low on we can geek stuff aren't we because we only talked about it this other day um, um, so yeah. oh, I did do it. I did do it. I didn't discuss this on Friday. I did get oh. to do an original Innistrad draft on the Sunday of the GP. So that was a lot of fun. And and how did you go? I went three nil. And what did Playing, you get for that? Uh, it, feels, it seems like I know the answers. Yeah. To this so, wow. <laughs> Thanks for setting me up. Thanks for asking. I won a 25th anniversary beautiful Black Lotus 
It is pretty Magic sweet, isn't it? It's just a black with the silver and the. Oh yeah, those playmats are nice. Yeah, the deck boxes, the playmats, all the all the gear looks really nice. Aaron basically could dress up entirely. Yeah, black lotus. He's a hat. If they had the oh, I bought the shirt as well. Yeah, so I have the hat because it's quite a nice. You got a hat that matches the playmats. Yeah, and the t-shirt and the t-shirt and the playmat and the deck box and the playmat and you've got black pants and I have black pants on. Yeah, if he shows a patch on, he's actually complete. Yeah, I did it, man. And now I could I could be that dude that turns up to the event just dressed all in black lotus. Full kit wanker. Yeah. Yeah. It would definitely look like some team uniform. Or something, so. <laughs> the, the Black Lotuses. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. I loved After doing all these cool, years old, weird drafts. Of them choking the hell out of playmats with flashy art and everything. They resort back to just playing black yeah. and everyone's like, oh man. Oh, man. It's very tasteful. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, really ooh, tasteful. yeah classy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're going to do uh, Buster Booster later on. So we'll do all the, um, the deep uh, discussion. And we'll do Buster Booster later on and then uh, give that booster away to um, the listener's question that we like. So if you haven't uh, got in video stream, get a question on uh, Buster Booster. It's a post on our Facebook page right now. Uh, and you can, you can win the booster that we bust from this, from this uh, box that we have right here, unopened. Corset. Brand new. Black. First booster opened in the world. Purple bolus on the front. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just people opened it from the Planeswalker Decker open house. Oh, today, yeah. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's officially the first it's one. It's the first booster yeah. open in the world yeah. because of time zones. Yeah, no, exactly. That's just not true. We saw people opening them in Singapore. <laughs> yeah. mm. So, so we're stripped back just for the facts in this show. You know, there's no no messing around with all the quizzes and all that sort of stuff. Anthony was upset. He did his uh, he did his uh, flavor text homework. Oh, no. Yeah, why why, yeah. why does Palladium was a flavor text and none of the other Elder Dragons? Oh, my God. No, he didn't actually do his, his homework, did he? <laughs> he I'm going to lose. Oh, <laughs> no, no, there, no, is, I, there I, is no flavor text. I was just looking at the spot. I was like, why does that one have it? Mm. This, bit, this, bit, this bit now is the bit that you fast forward to get to the good stuff as you're driving into your local good game store to get to the uh, pre-release preparation podcast. Yeah, now you know which has a flavor text. Yeah, uh, I did notice because uh, it is World Cup fever at the moment that uh, last night Messi and Ronaldo got knocked out. That's really sad. I was really sad I to, because they would have if they both won, they would have played each other in the quarterfinal. This is the two best players in the world. I know. Yeah. Oh, you know about? Sorry. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. I, I, but I, 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 I'm sorry to. It's assume. quite obvious that they are so excited about the um, pre-release for corsets coming back. They just thought, can I get Too out of this game? Yeah. No, they're making back. Is that why Italy didn't qualify? The whole team is just they're all just raving for the pre-release. Yeah. They didn't want to miss any of it. Any of it. They didn't want to miss out the, the spoilers. Nothing. Yeah, they didn't want to be there for him. I, I think so. They probably could have fit Battle Bomb pre-release in there as well, because, the preview event, because they did so poorly <laughs> in the quality. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shall we get out of this and do a bit of uh, M19? Yes. So back after a tune. Advert. Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special deal and a chance to win the board game we review. This month, Decrypto is our game of the month. Villa! In July and while stocks last, Good Games are giving 7 Land Hand listeners 10% off Decrypto. All you have to do is walk into your local Good Games store, type out the following message on your Dymo gun. In Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. Pass it to your glamorous Good Games employee and blam! 10% off. This July... Do, oh. do it, Anthony. In do. Soviet Russia, game decrypts you. Oh, so good. And now it's time for the pre-release preparation pack podcast. Ooh, it's a bit you came for right now. It's time for the topic discussion. Oh, 70s style. Yeah. That's, I could Hair imagine metal. the disco lights. No, mm. came a bit later in the 80s, I think. Hair metal? Oh, later. Okay. Yeah. But very much similar singing style. 
All right, it's topic discussion. It's a corset. It's M19. It's purple nickel bolos on the cover of the box. Yeah. He's, what? I think, what? what? Just double check. Yeah, he's all purple, yeah, right. purple, purple lights, purple energy. energy. That's because Liliana's in there somewhere, right? There's oh, purple okay. energy going on. She's been eating. So it's kind um, of, they're, they're taking a little bit of a break from the story. Good. Which I'm putting in quotes in case you can't It kind of, they're taking a little bit of a break because the course that always like examines different weird planes, right. like lots of different stuff. Um, mm. But it's also just Nicol Bolas' origin story. So mm-hmm. it's like where the Elder Dragons uh, started. So it's him as a creature, Nicol Bolas, the Ravager. He's like a flip card in the set. Oh, is he a and tempestuous he... juvenile? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then he turns into a Planeswalker version of himself. But like a, a lot of the <clears throat> things that you'll see on the cards are back in time in the story. Right. So it's where Ajani, adversary of tyrants, tyrants, is not from now. It's from when he fought Nicol Bolas the first time a, a long time ago. And. And I think we're pretty mechanic light, but Nicol Bolas and himself is pretty much the only mechanic that's sort of new or revisited in this, isn't it? In terms of the, it's a flip card. Yeah, like there's... And a flip planeswalker, is that right? Yeah, so he's a creature on the front, a planeswalker yeah. on the back, yeah. uh, mirroring the Origins, Origins. planeswalkers, yeah. mm. which were all the like child or young versions of themselves before they sparked and turned into a planeswalker. This is the same with, with Nicol Bolas, who started off in Legends as one of the... Elder Dragons from, like, one of yeah. Magic's very, very first sets. And then all five of his uh, uh, brothers buddies. and sisters, buddies, yeah. uh, all there. Not as fa- famous. In three-color versions as mm. well. So we have a lot of three-color, multicolored cards in a core set, which is, which is pretty five interesting. Five at Mythic, right? It's not really that many. Five right? at Mythic, yeah. 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 It's so, so it's more about the theme. In the, 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 the M19 is going to be more about the theme of just core sets. Is, is, is this going to be just playing basic Magic? There's no... Difficult mechanics to trip people up. It's, hello, new player, come on board. You'll get the hang of this and have some fun straight away. Is that, is that what they're aiming for, do you think? Uh, yeah, like if, if in Dominaria they really wanted to ham up the nostalgia and the visiting storylines and characters from the past, this one is very much like getting uh, like a little bit of that nostalgia and, and getting stuff yeah, from Yeah, sure, I mean, the they're past. referencing cards that are like a zillion years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, lots of... Lots well, across, across the spectrum, we were saying that before off air, weren't we? It's like... You see some of these cards here, good or bad, and it takes you back to a time when you were a younger player. And there's the the fun of that nostalgia about going back to when you were maybe less experienced. I was looking at Dragon Egg, for example, and I thought that was a terrible card when I first saw it. And now I can see a different value in that. And that's mm, right. it's just interesting to jump between the two mindsets about a card. Yeah, I, re- I very much started drafting in core sets. Um, and, and to me, they're a very, like... Uh, like a deli- the most delicious vanilla flavored thing that you could have, which mm. is like you you know what you're getting with them, which is like pretty, for want of a better word, core uh, magic gameplay, um, without too much of this kind of mechanics. Uh, They're not so much that we've a seen in, Anthony in Lee Durian pizza. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is no, that's like... Not a, that's not very vanilla flavor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beats over the head with it. Um, yeah, yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to playing a bunch of Corset Limited. And also there's some really cool cards at Rare and Mythic that, that are interesting cards for Constructed as well. Mm. Uh, but but Limited, it, it, I don't know, there's something about it that really appeals to me. Do, do you enjoy Corset Limited as well? I'm not very sentimental about that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't enjoy like, you know, M14 opportunity being that the was best a, card I think that format. format was bad but like I mean I just don't I, I don't mentally connect all the corset I mean they're just 
whatever. They're oh, just upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they have the, they're, they are their own thing, though. They, I mean, it's usually where you just get back to just your basic mechanics that you just, you know, like the haste and reach and uh, death. True, but I mean, I, th- but, I think, I mean, a lot, there's a lot of like normal sets that are more based on basic magic as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. Like I remember yeah. when Ixalan came out, I got a message yeah. from Anthony saying, Corset Ixalan. Yeah, <laughs> Ixalan played like, like a, quite a lot, yeah. like, a, like a very weak corset, I think. So yeah. like, like to me, that would... Yeah, I don't, I don't see why like a corset. Why, why you would link M nineteen to like M? Mm. Yeah, and in terms of standard oh, origins, sure. Yeah, I don't, the origins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't link those together that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you've said it before a couple of times, Aaron, that uh, corsets are traditionally used to gum up uh, gaps in standard and yep. things like that, right? And they've they've done a lot of weird cards at rare and mythic rare, which are really uh, and some uncommons, which are really narrow, not good for limited, not really good for standard. Just things that they think people might play in modern or whatever. I'm thinking of exile. I think, I think oh, what? colorless creature. Oh, infernal reckoning. Inf- right. Yeah, and um, exile a creature that costs one or less. Like these oh, are cards. Sure. Yeah, these cards just won't ever get played in standard. But they're trying to like go. Hey, here's some. Here's a card for modern that you might. Well, I mean, I think Infernal Reckoning could have seen playing standard in a different world. Like if um, oh, vehicles were really yeah, big. so like Hard Exile, Hard Cure, and Scrap Heap. So if there was like one more colorless creature in those decks. So mm-hmm. if like Walking Ballista was still like a playable card, then yeah, then Infernal Reckoning. Would yeah. Be. So, yeah. but like you, you can see that they've put cards in the set that aren't good for limited. You're not really gonna play all that often, but they they just put them in the core set because. Exile target colorless creature you gain life equal to its power. Yeah, you couldn't really put that in most sets. Doesn't yeah. go in Armonket, say, or it doesn't go in Darnaria. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just like, why would you but, put that there? Yeah, but there's a Dominaria. need for it. Because they have a story, they have a lot of Oh, okay, yeah, that's so, yeah. true. Yeah, that's totally yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, they put a lot of weird stuff in here. Like, you can't just put the Elder Dragons at Mythic Rare Legendary in just any set. Mm. In a core set, you can just go, hey, we're going to go look at the past. We'll look at Nicobolus's origin story and his. Elder Dragon brothers and sisters and make a cool card for each of those. So the oh, course yeah, that's a sense, yeah. b- bit of a mishmash yeah. of. So instead, of very much like it, instead of an episode uh, six, seven, eight, it's very much a Star Wars story slash. It's just an MTG story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Okay. You, you've got cards that are set on um, uh, Dominaria, like like where the Elder Dragons came from. You have cards like Pegasus Corsa. Mm. Um, and Talarian Scholar, which are also from Dominaria, which we've just seen. But then we see some, like, Thornhide yeah, Wolves and, been and Walking Corpse reprints from Shadows Over Innistrad and Innistrad Block. Uh, Smelt from, like, yeah. you know, Mirrodin. Shocks from Aether Revolt. I think Smelt is from a corset, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Crush. I'm thinking of Crush yeah. from, from one of the Mirrodin sets. So you mentioned, you mentioned the Elder Dragons. Now, usually we look towards the gold cards because they've got, uh, you know, there'll be a couple of colors to cast. Mm-hmm. And that gives us a bit of an idea about what that color combination kind of deck would do. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we learning from uh, the corset uh, well, gold it, cards? It, is, start, is, are there like, any clues? It doesn't always pan out this way. Yeah. But, but I think they really like to signpost... Uh, players down uh, down paths like for for build arounds for for draft. Well, you have my favorite card, Enigma Drake, <laughs> which I despise. You know, it's it's one blue red, and that's a card where you just gonna be ca- you can get your hands on loads of low cost instants and sorceries that are in blue and red. Mm-hmm. You can cast a whole bunch of those, fending your opponent off, mm-hmm. and then you bang down Enigma Drake, and you uh, swing in with your 
amount of instances and sources in a graveyard. Yeah, so you get a three mana five four flying, and you yeah. have to just dump a bunch of instances and sources. I hate that because I've played against it and done very poorly against it. Anthony, you have different thoughts about a card like this. Yeah, I think this card is usually a trap, so yeah. I think I like that it exists. So, <laughs> uh, but I suppose yeah. what's key to it is for, for that card, it says, look, if you're going to play this card. You're going to play it in blue and red. You're going to get your hands on a lot of cheap instants and sorceries, right? And then you, you, you and need that's quite a lot of them make... before this card yeah. has a good red, I think. And I mm. don't naturally want to put a lot of instants and sorceries into my limited decks anyway. So mm. I think this card asks you to do something that you don't want to do. And the reward for it is to get, I don't know, a big creature that's not even super big or anything. Mm. And it's also much worse when you get um, uh, unlucky. Like, like, yeah. this is like you get mana flooded, then like your payoff card is now just a one four. Yeah. yeah, I think this card asks far too much for what you get. So, do we have any cards in the in the gold set that um, I think you know the, the the gold cards that really gives us some signposts about what we should be looking for? Well, because, the, I, because I, like I was looking a bunch for of them are just generic, right? I mean, stuff like yeah. Bash Ogre or Draconian Disciple or, or whatever the symbiote psychic, psychic symbiote. They're, they're just like I don't know good rate cards like i wouldn't like warp my deck to once i had them i mean if i mm. those cards, i'll play them i was looking for some really cool tribal cards in this i was thinking right gobbos or some zombie stuff let's get back into a black black white strong zombie set that'd be so much fun let's mm. do it there's nothing uh same with the goblins not really anything there's, 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 there's a roundabout there's some but not enough there's, that you can confidently a play theme because a, a, yeah. a lot of the vampires gain life and then there's cards that don't call out vampires but they do do stuff if you've gained life. Yeah, so, so I think maybe yeah. a life gain theme is sort of like. If, I think there if is we have a look yeah. at Regal Bloodlord, which is the white black uh, uncommon. Uh, yeah, this multicolored. It's three white black for a two four flying at the beginning of each end step. If you gain life this turn, create a one one black bat creature token with flying. I love the fact we're going to have bat tokens. By the way, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's a that's a reason to put like slightly more lifelink guys in your deck than yeah, you would have, like that, have normally okay. um so you which you you're gonna find in white so in, in white would... and and black yeah you'll mm. get some lifelink yeah, yeah. guys so that makes you feel like you're you're doing something towards a larger synergistic hole um whereas enigma drake is like you would play instants and sorceries and you play a two four with flying for and you've got to three. get that card as well yeah. to, but, and you draw it in your but the rate on this guy, like a 2-4 flying for 5 is not the worst. And if you get one flyer off it, I mean, like... Yeah, then, you, then it's good. Then you, I think then you just do happy. a little bit of work, but, I mean, I think yeah. the life gain theme is the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The trick one is there's some cards that reference artifacts that I think don't really exist. Yep. So <laughs> there's not many artifacts in the set that I would play specifically to enable them or that I wouldn't already play anyway. Like so two... Change my decisions. Two white blue... So this is the blue white one is Aerial Engineer. Two white blue. It's a 2-4 human artificer. It says as long as you control an artifact it gets plus 2 plus 0 and has flying. Yeah, there's that card in this Gear Smith Prodigy or something. Yep. Uh, so like I think those cards would imply there's an artifact theme but I don't think there's an artifact theme. I think like you might play like four or five artifacts to enable this but not have an actual artifacts deck. Because no. there's quite a few cards like that, isn't it? That sort of say, "Hey, do this and do this," and it, it, it infers that there's, like I said before, yeah, like a, there's a zombie card in there, and you're thinking, "Oh, there must be loads of zombies," or you know, there's a card that gets better for you know, p- pings your opponent for more damage depending on how many goblins you've got. And you think, "Oh, there must be a huge yeah, I think machine case, of goblin generating things," but there isn't. It's just, uh, yeah, individual cards have small themes. I think this is like Rivals of Ixalan, maybe mm-hmm. in that regard. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, rather than a full-on tribal set like Ixalan was, where it's like you felt on. Rails. Yeah. Rivals, it felt more like... I was like, if I have this guy play like five vampires or something, and yeah, it's, it's okay. Like it's I don't need it's a lot okay. of them. Just, yeah. you know, a couple to trigger my one card that pays me for them. I yeah, think yeah. that's like that. So I think 
yeah, if you played Rivals, I think this is similar. And <laughs> you, you look at something like uh, one, uh, sorry, a Sator Enchanter, which is the one green-white one, which is a Sator Druid. It's a 2-2. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, draw a card. It's like, hey, play enchantments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think no, that's I, like Enigma Drake. I don't really want to put lots of enchantments. No, in anyway. exactly. At least it, this, this I feel worse. Mm-hmm. I really, I feel worse about doing enchantments because it's just you get well, enchantments are a bigger cost. But I think the payoff here is like a real payoff, like drawing, like you can bury your opponent in a card. So like this yeah. actually takes with the disadvantage of a lot of the aura enchantments, for example. Mm. Whereas yeah. Sigma Drake is just like unrelated to the thing that you're doing. Yeah. So at least yeah. here you have a cohesive deck. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, we're, we're wanting to talk more about, uh, and we will later on about the commons and uncommons because that's those are the cards that you're gonna see lots of. So it's better information to use because you're probably gonna see it over the weekend. But let's just have a look at those uh, all these elder dragons because that's you know it's lovely to see the the legendary uh, scrolly bits at the top. Oh you know, yeah, the they, they, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm into them. I mean, if they're a permanent, yeah, oh, they are going to be a permanent thing. The that's legendary nice. border, yeah, yeah, permanent yeah. now, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's great. Well, what what do we make of these? I mean, they're all they're all at mythic rare, so we might never see them at all. But uh, yeah, I think uh, you're going to be. There's lots of mana fixing in this set. Okay, so so that is the thing that we will we'll probably talk about in the sealed and, and common section. So each of these is a uh, like a generic color and then three color combo, and you guys know the, the names yeah, for those. Yeah, yeah um, so, so well, right. well, they all, they all cost different amounts. So the 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 bant one, which is blue white green, is one blue white green. Uh, th- these all have a lot of text, but like, uh, yeah. so I'll, I'll just give you the. It's fine. That one has no text. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a three five fly. Actually, it'd probably be better if it had no text. So. <laughs> all right. It's a three five flying it vigilance. Has, it has defender, right? No, it doesn't. Oh, have it, defender. It, it itself doesn't have. Defender. Yeah, so so, it's, oh, it helps so it's okay. Fine, so maybe yeah. that one is. Mm, okay. I still don't know if I'll ever play. You it. You draw <laughs> a card if you get a defender. If you uh, play if a creature you... with defender, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> right. Okay. And it makes your defenders deal damage just so that so like your zero five will count as a five five, for example. Mm. And it can attack as if it didn't have defender. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you're building a whole wall deck, but sure. I, I mean, building walls is popular right now. I don't see anything. So. I think it, arcades is even, or yeah, arcades. Arcades. Yeah, arcades. I think it's I'm sit- arcades or something. He's yeah. sitting arcades. on top. Arcades. Is he actually sitting on top of a wall in the picture? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Right? It looks like he's sitting on top of a dam. That's pretty on the nose. <laughs> oh, I make walls. Yeah, walls. Good. I'm sense. on the wall. Wouldn't it be weird if he did something with walls and that card just said no walls? And I mean, come on, it's not that hard. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of walls and cards that have nothing to do with walls. All right, so we don't like that. What about Chromium the Mutable? I like this guy. He just was told to shut up the whole his whole life. It's very <laughs> weird because the other ones are like uh, like the Dire, the Ravager, yeah. the Ruiner, and it is the, the Mutable. The mu- is... Does that mean it's like movable? Like no, it's just like Mutable. Like I like I like to think he's talking a lot. And if you go, oh, excuse me, could you keep it down? He'll go. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just weird. I don't. I don't somebody I don't talks know a lot in the scary, library. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's. Scary. I thought it meant that they're quite. Yeah. It, malleable. They can, mal- yeah, malleable. Like something that's immutable is like I don't know if, not changeable. Not changeable. Oh, okay. So, so it is. I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, <laughs> well, I, just, well, I just don't get it. Like, just compared to the other things, you know, like yeah, it's not like the, the bad dire, thing, the rubber drill. Yeah, but you know, it's just not very. <laughs> and it is the biggest one. Yeah, it is huge. So this is uh, uh maybe I will just read what, what yeah, they do. It. Uh, four not? white, blue, black, chromium. The mutables are seven, seven, flash, flying, can't be counted. And you can discard a card when it's on the battlefield to make it a 1-1 uh, human with hexproof uh, that loses all abilities until end of turn that can't be blocked. So there's lots of just a weird ref- things you can do with this. Reference check. Uh, mutable means liable to change. Hey, yeah, so like yeah, the opposite yeah, yeah. of mutable, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. easy. Um, 
I mean, <laughs> turning into a, a hexproof one-one means that it's just uh, you can just discard cards to to protect it from removal spells. So this this is going to be a pretty sweet finisher, I, I imagine. Yeah. yeah, I will give players one warning when they have this card, uh, and it also works <clears> when you're playing against it. Uh, but be careful when you're blocking with this. So like you block if you block with it, then they get an opportunity to removal spell on it, and then you don't want to turn it into a one-one because then it's going to die to whatever you block. <laughs> yeah. So if you cast this card, attack. If, unless you, you know, are okay with losing it to a kill spell. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, so it becomes a so it becomes right. a one one, right? So its yeah. ability to protect itself will basically not work if it's blocking. Mm-hmm. So don't block with it. Or don't try do to make, that. Or, if, or you know, if your opponent know that you know if you're going to use a kill spell on it, wait for your opponent to block something with it, or you can just shove all your attackers into it. You know, but yeah. all the time, like you can't block with your 7-7 seven, seven against. Mm. So you, you oh, can't so you attack into a 7-7 seven, seven like People that. will think that because it's hexproof, it can't be killed. Well, no, it's just, that, it's just, just how the card works. It doesn't matter even if your opponent has perfect knowledge of the card. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I, attack with a, I attack with a 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, I think I'll... No, attack my... with a 2-2, two, two, man. Like, attack, yeah, attack with a 2-2, two, 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 yeah, two, two, you go block with my chrome, and you're like, I'll kill it. They go, I'll discard a card to make it a 1-1 hexproof. And then just dies. And then it dies to combat damage. Like, yeah, that's pretty hilarious. This is just a pretty sweet way to finish the game. I mean, if like I said, if, if there's lots of lots of fixing in the set, so if you can just splash this in your blue-black deck, I think you'd be pretty yeah, happy with, it's okay. with killing him uh, with it that. It depends how fast the format is. Seven mana is not yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we'll see. Um, Nicol Bolas, the Ravager is ridiculous it's one blue black red for a four four flying when it enters the battlefield each opponent discards a card and you can pay four blue black red so seven mana altogether to um uh, exile nicobolas and then return him to the battlefield transformed and then he comes back with the million abilities and yeah you don't have to read them all there's There's so many and you always win they're all insane um because he's a star of the set he's a star of the set he's he's pretty nuts yeah he's like a four abilities planeswalker on the back and they all just crazy crazy mm. crazy abilities um so yeah you, you want to be picking that one and also splashing him in your in your decks is, is there any of these strong. oh so i'll last out at the end um palladia moors the the ruiner mm. is the only elder dragon with flavor text in, very in this important. set uh it's a six six with flying vigilance trample and it has hexproof if it hasn't dealt damage yet which is an interesting way for them to yeah, use hexproof that's interesting um, yeah. because you get one hit in with it guaranteed and then it's open to removal spells i think that's more interesting i think yeah. it's much more interesting to to play with and against um but uh, i mean a flying vigilance trample six six is going to kill you if you if you didn't have a, mm. a thing for it anyway have they continued that hexproof against Certain color, I not think in this set, but I think they're generally just experimenting with conditional hexproof because hexproof just by itself is like a pretty lame mechanic. That sucks, so. yeah, yeah, it's I, really I like unpleasant to play like against hexproof from X or like hexproof. Oh, okay, from, yeah, it's good. Uh, and round us out with the last one, then Aaron. Uh, <clears throat> it is a Vevictus um, Asmadi the Dyer. That's is, a, that's the sort of name that Kai would love. Yeah, Vevictus Asmadi the yeah, Dyer. There, there you go. That's yeah. that's a very Warhammer name, or um, or it's a name of like some aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some weird aftershave. Yeah. It smells like lava. I, <laughs> I was thinking a durian pizza. <laughs> durian pizza that would aftershave. Be a nice aftershave right? That was actually the subtitle of the durian pizza. Durian pizza brackets for Victus's money. Uh, three black, red, green, six, six flying. When it attacks, for each player, you choose a target permanent that that player controls. Then they sacrifice that permanent. And each player who sacrifices a permanent looks at the top card of their library. And if it's a permanent, they put it into play. So you can choose your own permanent. You can you can turn a land into whatever the top card of your deck is if it's a permanent. Put it into play. For each of your opponent's stuff, you can 
pick their best threat and hopefully just flip a land off the top of their deck or maybe turn it into something bigger. Um, well, but you'd, you'd rather flip like an instant, right? Uh, an instant, yeah, or something yeah. rather than anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just the fact that it destroys a a, perm- a problematic permanent of theirs. Well, they have to sacrifice it, so it gets around indestructible. Does it have to be... A pro- it's not necessarily problematic. It might be just their worst card, and then they flip up a better card and play it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's dangerous, but I think on yeah. average it's... On yeah. average, you're going to be going down. Yeah, so, so, like, there, there will be times when you attack with this, and then you lose because of that, but I think you Most win the time because of it more often than not. They get rid yeah. of a creature and draw a land or something. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good deal for you. Yeah. And or like, or, if, or you they know, flip if, a sorcery and they get nothing. Or if you're super yeah. ahead, you just don't have to attack, I guess. Mm. I mean, it's not really the best use of your 6-6, six, six, but, you know, you don't have to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, we've we've dabbled with the with the big uh, mythic rares there in the set, or, or some of them. Um, <clears throat> do you want do you want to take a break? And we'll come back with uh, some common and uncommon stuff. Get really down to the core of the core. Yeah, for sure. What would yeah, that be? Good. The core of the core. For sure, the core. Said, the core yeah. of the core is. Um, Give me some more. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's going to go on. Once Delicious we're... s'more. All right, commons and commons. Right after this. <laughs> discussion part two. Part two. All right, so back here we are with a common and uncommon chat about the well, common and uncommon bombs I've got here, but it's probably more about combos and cards that are going to work well together that you're probably going to see in your sealed pool mm. that you can probably think, well, I heard the guys talking about this card and this card working well together. This is something I should look out for. What are we looking for, Aaron? So there's like if. You- the, in the previous um, section, we talked about the gold uncommons and how some of them are traps, yeah. and then some of them are going to be things that you really want to to to, to be actively looking looking yeah. to, to. So, kind like, of, like for instance, if you got the vampire, then you're looking for have I got uh, some life gain which could support that, yep. and they're going to work well together. Bang! Mm-hmm. That's that could be something that I would do. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. like, you're looking for more lifelink stuff there, or you're looking for uh, powerful commons and uncommons that kind of just suit your your, your big guys. Um, but there are a few things. So, like, one of the the, the red black um, uh, Rakdos is that what you're talking the, about? The Rakdos yeah. uh, <laughs> color pairing is really it seems to be very, very, very focused on uh, sacrificing your creatures for some benefit. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the card Act of Treason which seems to have more things to do with in this set, because usually you think about that as like an aggressive finisher in limited. I, like, I love trader cards. Um, but in this, there are lots and lots and lots of ways for you to sacrifice creatures that you control for some benefit. So if you can do active treason and another thing in the same turn... Um, which ho- are the cards that do that? Hopefully for no mana. So there like, is... There's a red-black uncommon. The red-black uncommon. Uh, there is an additional cost to cast thud. Um, you can sacrifice a creature. Sure, yeah, it's fling for one less. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then there are a few others. Oh, grave digger. I mean, I mean, there's, there's lots of digger. stuff that is fine by itself. But if you're suddenly putting it in this shell, these cards get better. So dragon egg, um, it goes really well in the red black deck because if you're not gaining control of one of your opponent's things, you can sacrifice your zero to make a two two with flying. And you get the mm. benefit for the other thing. Uh, there's lots of uh, fodder, like the Goblin Instigator that makes two bodies. You can sacrifice those to get your um, your benefits as well. And um, there's Ravenous Harpy, which is a, the one-two flying. You can sacrifice other creatures. Are, are, are all the sacrifice outlets uncommon? Because uh, yes. normally I'm looking for something at common before I would consider it a theme. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's a Mark Rose waterism, which is like if your theme's not. Oh, a common, so that's, that's design wise. But I mean, in terms of like <laughs> yeah. building a deck for limited, like I don't want to. I'm, I'm not taking cards, assuming that I'm going to see a specific uncommon. Yeah. So, like, so are we thinking that that's a little bit of a 
a trap then? Like maybe. I mean, like maybe if you have like a brawl bash ogre, you can. Yeah, I don't really think that's true either. Okay. Slightly uh, prioritize. Yeah, I, I mean, taking the stuff. Yeah, I don't. Think, unless there's like a common sacrifice outlet that I have missed, I don't think I would build a sacrifice deck. Is there one of the um, just like blood ban or one of the? Um... Oh, there's blood divination, but you can't really do that with active trees, and that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like you've got seven mm. mana or something. Yeah, there's, I don't, there's not there's not like an Antuku Husk type card. I think. Oh, that's a... did I miss one? Are you looking no. for a, a mechanism to sacrifice or a mechanism to get it back? S- sacrificing, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hopefully okay. for no mana cost. So, um, what was that? Um, oh, okay, no, just straight up sacrifice. It's kind of a doom deserter. You can. Yeah, so that's a break reward, but what's mm, yeah. what's what's my payoff? Yeah, I think they're all uncommon. So it looks like you're not yeah, so really maybe going... only if you open that card. Yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah, because <laughs> they said that they've stocked this. Um, Corset like like design wise yeah. full of lots more build around cards than they than they would normally, um, but okay, <laughs> like Wait, it doesn't even work with Thud. Like you can't even play Doom Descent or Dragon Egg or instigate it with Thud. So like and that's also just a one off, right? Oh, so really, you true. have Ravenous Harpy and Brawl Bash Ogre, and that's it. Uh, well, is Thud deal damage to creature or player equal to its power? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, it doesn't really work super well with those. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you're just active treasoning um, some stuff. It sounds kind of bad. <laughs> so, like, hmm, maybe maybe the themes at, at, at Uncommon and stuff aren't, well, at Common aren't so strong. So maybe yeah. we're looking at the. Oh, it's the same as the thing I said with the, <clears throat> with the other stuff. It's just like, I don't know, you have like a couple of, a small package. Small mm-hmm. packages, not big themes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I think that's more what we're going to be looking at then in this core set, which is cards that are yeah, small synergies s- that go together, but no, no big yeah. theme. Like I don't think you have a sacrifice deck. You have like a card that wants you to sacrifice things and maybe two mm. enablers or something. So I if know. I say to you Nessie and Corsair, yeah, are you excited about that card in this core set? It's probably like okay, I guess a three three. What about five five vigilance for three green green? Probably also good. Yeah. yeah. So you guys saying that what we're looking at doing is getting like little pockets of synergy and hoping yes, that in yes, the draw yes. you're going to get those two or three cards that are going to yeah, work. Yeah. Only if they have well. like a, like at least one, at least the enabler should be decent by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to play like a bunch of active treasons. Yeah. Ever. This is gonna... <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm not, I'm not putting more than one in my deck. So if it's part of the combo and you don't get the other card, you don't want it to be dead in your hand. Yeah. You it should like do something it's, on it. Yeah. It's a random like creature or whatever is okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So um, w- one of the other cards that I was looking at was uh, Aether's Shield Artificer, which for three and a white, you get a 3-3. Three, three. At the beginning of combat on your turn, target artifact creature you control gets plus two, plus two, and indestructible. In, in the so break that card's was, super good. Yeah, because at, at its... If you have an artifact creature. At its core... It, <laughs> sorry, I keep saying yeah. that. But at its core, it's just <laughs> a three, and, three and a white for a 3-3, three, three, which is like... Possible, so rate, possible, and then if you do happen to get your artifact creature, suddenly it's a must kill. Like you've got to get this yeah, thing off the board, right? Just, I mean, it's just great. Even if it's not just must kill, like just like it will do two or more damage as soon as it comes to play. When I say or more, it's uh, if it would allow your creature to attack and not be blocked when it that couldn't before. Been the case, yeah. I don't know. if There's like a ton of artifact creatures that I can curve into this, but you know, maybe a bunch. Like Sky Scanner or the would this make you play monster? something like Field Creeper if you have this, or is it, or is the synergy not really? Maybe, maybe if I was going to play like a different two one, mm-hmm. maybe it's better, but probably not. Yeah, because yeah. because like the the synergy of just playing it. Well, it depends how good two ones are in this format, right? Yeah, and so so the, like we we've talked about a little bit about this critical power and toughness thing. I think that is you base asked. power and toughness. You call it BBT. 
BBT? Yeah. I mean, it's BPT, not critical. Critical power? CPT? CPT? I don't mm. know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I think it does. <laughs> no, I'm very, dis- I'm very, very much about this stuff not mattering. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to introduce it as the 7LH CPT. Yeah. yeah. Sliver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just call things, you know, whatever. Yeah, sorry. But, yeah. um, but yeah. the, the parent toughness that, that matters in this course, it usually like, lines up with where the common removal is. So we have shock yeah. at, at common. No, no, I think it's not about removal. I remember this. You were talking about Mishka about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's about how the creatures line up to each other. Oh, okay, sure. So yeah. um, do, yeah. you, do, you have, do you have already, from looking at the spoiler, a vague idea of... Yeah, I think what X1s parent? are not as bad as they were before. So like, sure, in like cool. previous sets, I haven't really liked X1 creatures. So let's let's just yeah, compare to good. Dominaria, which we just left. Uh, yeah. Two ones. What do you think about bad. two ones? Two, because of the plethora of one threes, two threes. Yeah, they yep. they always they never they never trade up. They always mm-hmm. trade down with like saplings. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. anything with one toughness and Dominaria was just going to trade off with a sapling. Yeah, just like, so many, so many saplings. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just very hard to get any value out of it. But them. where we couldn't land was where three twos land in that equation because like if you're playing lots of those to get past the one threes and and get past the random one ones and stuff, but then do you, do you value them more than the two threes? Oh, dude, that, that that depends on your deck. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, like unless this, like, you would look for two fours or whatever that bri- that brick three twos, but not two threes. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, because once you get past that critical or base power and toughness, I think it was critical power and toughness. You, you're relying on, well, your opponent is relying on straight up removal. It's not like they can just trade with some crappy card, like you know what we're just saying, like yeah. a sapling token for something you just paid three mana for. Yeah, it's that's a terrible deal. But, uh, yeah, once you get past that and you get some good quality creatures out, they're going to have to burn all their removal, and that sort of gets you ahead in the game a little bit, doesn't it? Because they've, if they've yeah. got good removal, they'd have to burn it all early on in the game. And if you can keep on casting yeah, good dep- cards... It depends on the kind of removal spell. I think yeah. we tend to lump removal together all at once, but it's actually different. Like something like Die Young is quite different to Eviscerate or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, it, different removal does different things. So I think, for example, yeah. I, I don't really count Shock as removal where most people would. So, okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah. I think shock okay. is not removal. Mm-hmm. So. But mm-hmm. in in some formats, it's going to be removal. Yeah. Usually not. Because I mean, when like I think it would removal, be fantastic in Armand Cat, for example. Like Magma Spray was incredible. Yeah. But like for me, like unless the format is unusual, then removal is about being able to answer uh, bombs. And yeah, so, I mean, like shock is obviously like okay. literally a removal spell. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, I want neg- like neg two, neg two, or something like that, isn't it? Shock what? was it negative shock? two? Shock's just two, 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 two damage. Two damage. But like, one I, red yeah, damage. I don't. I wouldn't look at my deck and see like two shocks and. Uh, I don't know a lightning strike and a fire finish since they had four removal spells. Yeah, like, so they had I would, two removal spells and two shocks. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I would have I would have casted shock as two damage as removal. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it is, but not the way that it's not the, versatile. As like much. when we say removal is good and limited, shock is not good for those reasons. This it's gets us back reasons. to talking about murder. How you know this is the off air? Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree about me going murder's great. And you yeah. tell her going, oh, I'm afraid not. And I'm going, no, don't tell me that murder's fantastic. I, I, I think we were talking about constructive. You were talking like, about yeah, but, but in in limited, like that's that's the best removal spell in the set, probably. Yeah. Um, three mana just destroy three mana target to kill creature. Anything is is really yeah. like like at a premium. There's there's not many cards that replicate that uh murder is an uncommon in this set so you're not going to yeah. have two in, in yeah, almost the main card that replicates is a double cast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo i do like the new templating on double cast which is at uncommon now um because i think that they've changed it uh, because on magic online uh to copy a spell you would have to maintain priority by holding down yeah. the control button oh, so this one does it you can do it first so this one uh says you do it fast first and it says when you cast your next instant or sorcery okay, yeah, that makes this turn sense. which yeah. makes much more sense um uh so 
blue red spells so you can't go infinite just casting double cast over and over and over and over and over uh, well yeah no yeah. and, and that's that as well great before, way to get a draw if you're <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. there were there were loops with fork and twin cast before right? yeah yeah mm-hmm. something like that where they would just copy themselves forever <laughs> and like not do anything really there was sure. there was yeah. uh, there was a, it's weird a great judge call going, judge um i'm doing I've infinite double thing. cast yeah <laughs> i'm just waiting for it to finish but we're waiting infinity times if you can change it though the judge will make you change it so you can't you can't like Oh, if, you if you're doing an infinite loop, yeah, you have to. If you oh. you have to be unable to break it yourself, otherwise you have to break it. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's weird. Damn, I mm. thought I thought I'd got infinite draws coming. Up. <laughs> <laughs> infinite draws infinite as well. Yeah, it's, would... it's right below my sock draw. <laughs> <laughs> infinite goals. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play. Uh, I think we played this last pre-release oh, okay, preparation yeah. podcast. We're going to yeah. play. Great or trap? I can't remember what the oh, phrasing yeah. of it was last yeah. time. Okay, I think it rhymed. Uh, Crap or trap? Oh, that's no, they're, crap both, or no, they're both bad. Sorry. Oh. Um, uh, great or shape? Why are you trying so hard to not just use yay or nay or props <laughs> or slobs? It's not that. What, these what's the second one? Props or slobs? You know, like, these things already exist. Right? Props or slobs? Okay, let's play props or slobs with bomb, Anthony Lee. Bomb or schlong? <laughs> bomb or <laughs> bomb or schlong? That's bomb a good restaurant. That I went to that the other day, St. Vic Park. What did you get? Oh, did you get the bomb or schlong? Uh, uh, it's, it's the bomb or schlong. Is the uh, it's it's, it's, the, a, it's a curried. Um, beef product. <laughs> sure, it's delicious. Okay. That's not. That's not a con- like beef and curry. That's not like meant to be. You know, no, it's not special, but it's something curry. they do with it. Okay. Okay. Twenty nineteen. Oh, great or trap with <laughs> okay. Anthony Lee. Here we go. Johnny's pride mates. This is one and why it's a two-two. Whenever you gain life, you may put a plus one plus one counter on it. I think this card is. It doesn't require you to do a lot of work, and I think the life gain theme is one of the better supporter ones. So I think yeah. this card is probably good. Cool. How about Ajani's Welcome? White for an enchantment. Can't Whenever stop a creature, yeah. I was just going. I was just going to say with Ajani's Pride, mate. What Anthony was saying before: worst case scenario, you just end up with a two mana two yeah, two. Right? That's, and that's worst case. Yeah, and I think it's so easy for it to be a three three. You know, yeah. not much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, is it suddenly worth it? Uh, great or trap? Ajani's <laughs> Welcome. White for an enchantment. Whenever a creature enters a battlefield under your control, you gain one life. It's really not welcome in my deck. <laughs> Ajani's unwelcome in your deck. So like, but that's your way of getting life for, for one man. I think it's, it's not worth it's just going to sit there. Yeah, and so it's like, going to trigger all that life gain stuff that we were talking about earlier on. How can you just turn your back on all of that? Well, the, the thing is with this is like you would need to draw it first, yeah, and then a creature would need to enter the battlefield afterwards mm-hmm. that has a synergy with life gain, and then in situations where you don't draw those cards and the and, and you draw this, mm-hmm. all you're doing is paying a whole card, which I'm trying to win the game with. I, I only have so many resources to win the game, and this one just gains me a life when a creature enters the battlefield. So yeah, it's kind if you of think like, about it, like maybe you can expect this card to gain you. I don't know. Let's say four life or something. If you just play like a creature and blocked, you could gain. I'm not. I'm not worried about gaining one life. I'm. Well, I am. I'm yeah. triggering the life gain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something. If I've got this guy out here and I've got all these triggers, even lined then, I up, think that's a high cost because you're paying two cards to get that big creature. That's you know, like a bad rate for an aura. For but example. I'm making bats and stuff off this card. You know, it, well, like. But the, the thing is, you would need to have this out. Yeah. And it, and it hasn't affected the board in any way. So say in a, in a typical game of limited magic, you see twenty cards in your deck. Yeah. And you play, oh, maybe 20 is a bit high, but yeah, like... 20 is very generous. Yeah, uh, 15 cards in your deck. If one of your cards is a Johnny's Welcome... Yeah, when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but like that, that is actually how, how this ends up, which is like you play cards like this in your deck. I used to play this card called Telepathy, 
um, when I was really, really early in Magic. And it's a blue for an enchantment. You can look at your opponent's hand. They play with a hand reveal. Okay. And I was like, why would you never play? Why would you not play this? Surely it's worth always knowing what's in your opponent's but hand. they've still got those cards. But they still have those cards. They're still going to use them. And all you get is the slight edge of information that you wouldn't have gotten like to play yeah. around combat tricks or whatever. Like you don't make bad blocks around the specific trick that they have in I, hand. I, I prefer my... I think in general you should avoid cards where you have to do work for them to repay you the card. Mm-hmm. You have to and do this them. is in very broad strategy. If, say, you're using 15 cards a game and whoever uses their cards the best wins, if one of your cards is Ajani's Welcome, it's very <laughs> unlikely so you're going to get the value I was always working on the on philosophy of he who spends the most mana usually... Wins, which is something that people say. Uh, and if yeah. this costs one, I mean, if you even if I'm on turn seven, you know, I get to, oh, I'll play a bit of this and I'll play a bit of that and I'll play a bit of the other. And a, a one-man yeah, card would allow you, me to you'd do You'd lose every game where you... Say, say you could fill your deck with 40 of these. I wouldn't do that. I think that's like not really... Too, too extreme. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like a bunch of one-ones and two-twos if you spend your mana really efficiently, as soon as your opponent plays a 3-3, three, three, you can't attack with, yeah. any, with any of them. Yeah, and you just feel and, shut down. Yeah, so so that's where like, you go, well, you don't play 1-1s one because they get too yeah, easily... You. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm on the search for the perfect 1-1. One, one. We know that Avenue loves Night Market Lookout. So. Yeah. But, but, but this, is why we, this is why we, in theory, don't like cards like Night Market Lookout because they get shut down in best case scenario sure they're crewing you've got three of them out and they're crewing a vehicle and draining mm. your opponent for three but a majority of the time you play it and they play a two two and you go shit and and yeah. then you've and you've paid and you've put a card into your deck that got shut down by literally anything yeah and and the Johnny's welcome has to, has to have so many things going right for you. It's very and, conditional. And, and people are going to tell us, wow, man, I won this game with a Johnny's oh, Welcome yeah. and I drew all the cards that triggered it, but they don't tell you about the, the games where they drew a Johnny's Welcome. Yeah, like you, like it's, it's possible that you have maybe the life game theme was like super open and you get the card like 12 pick or whatever and you know, yeah, it yeah. makes it into your deck because your deck is very unusual. If it I triggers think, yeah. 10 cards in your deck, cool. That's the confirmation bias thing, isn't it? You'll yeah. remember those times it hits, and be, but it's, mm. it's worthless if you yeah, don't remember would, all the times it misses. And, yeah. I, I think it's just safe if you just don't play the card. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe once in a while it'll be right. But yeah, you, I, think, I think you'll... you'll <laughs> well, hopefully you'll know the times when you really want an Ajani's Welcome, when you've got three Ajani's Pride I don't even mates. think you ever really want it. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's just like, oh, I guess I could get away with it. This yeah, time. I guess but you just want a 2-1 lifelink or something does a similar yeah. kind of Something's going to hit thing. for lifelink. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, mirror image. Trap or great? I Two have, and a blue. I, I actually don't know. This card is very strange, so I think yeah. it's hard to say. So this, this, can, this is a, a zero, 0 for three mana. It can enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature you control. Yeah. Now, this, they've never really made a creature that... Uh. At this cost, that only copies your stuff. I, yeah, I, I they think. have. There's a three mana instant that does that. Oh, wait, Cackling counterpart. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I and I remember an instrad that being like it was very good. Okay, I think I first picked that card. Yeah, it was um, a faded infatuation. Uh, oh yeah, one tri- oh, it was triple, triple blue. blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it. this one, yeah, it's interesting because you already need to have a thing you want to copy out. You yeah. could copy a five drop for three mana. Yeah, um, I assume it's going to be okay, maybe but it's it's, not maybe it depends how much instant speed interaction there is in the format. Yep, sure. Uh, because if they kill your best thing, then it comes in as a two-two. You feel like you've wasted. And how do you feel about this card? You know, like you draw it in your opening hand. 
It's all. We can play towards it, so that's not like terrible. Really, you don't mm. mind that? Like yeah. you don't make a, a particular block to keep it's your guy alive. Drop, to... That's all. That's okay. If you, can, yeah. if you think of it as a five or six drop. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Sure. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? Mm. You don't think of it as a like like hard play. So what do we do? Crap or trap? No, oh, I it was the same yet. thing. I, I think I, I think trap I would need to play a bunch of the format before I was sure. I, I can guess. see formats where this is unplayable, and somewhere like this is a topic. So like, <clears> I don't yeah, really okay. know, yeah, it's an uncommon. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon in Vanguard at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control three or more creatures, Leon in Vanguard gets plus one plus one until end of turn, and you gain one life. For one it's a one now. one. Uh, How do you compare this to Ajani's Welcome? This is maybe this is better than that, I think. But mm-hmm. I think it depends how many of the creatures you can afford to play in the life can deck. I guess most of them can your life. Um, I don't really like it, but I mean, I think it's playable. Maybe it's it, like it's more playable than the than the other one. Like, like the, well, the, the other one is like wildly unplayable. Well, sure. Didn't you just finish saying you hate one mana one one? <laughs> but this one, this one becomes a two two, so like it's not <laughs> yeah. that bad. I would look, you know, I, in a very un-me kind of way, I'm really excited about Plague Mare because it, uh, I think it's when it enters the battlefield, everything gets... Oh, all your opponent's stuff gets, gets minus, minus, one, one. minus one. Love that. And it, it's yeah. just the Plague Mare. It's just then the, the, the art. See, I'm going on the artwork. Yeah. So uh-huh. excited about that. And I read, and you know, in Ajani, the Planeswalker, you know, making all of these, what is it, like 1-1 one, one cat tokens or something like that? Oh, but you get them every turn. So, like, the Plague Mare kills them and then they just come back anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But wouldn't it be good just if they had, like, 40 out there and they're just going to go, I'm saving up to swing and that destroy. That was what that guy had. Plague Mare. He had, like, <laughs> nine uh, servo tokens in the last round of Singapore and I had one Yehenny's expertise in my deck, which is all creatures get minus three, minus three. Oh, okay. And I was digging for that, and he wouldn't have been able to like reset his thing for a little while, and I could have won. Yeah. And I was digging, and I looked at like 20 cards, and I couldn't find Stupid it, and I guy lost. guy from Singapore, GP. Stupid guy. Yeah. yeah. After watching him play, I'd probably say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about the card? This is an interesting one. Two and a green, Colossal Majesty. It's an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw a card. This is a green card. This one is Two also very format dependent. This one is a decent reward, but I think it's mm-hmm. probably uh, too slow because I would rather just play like a lot of big creatures and then, yep. I don't know, I don't want to play an enchantment that only works when I have big creatures. I just want to play more creatures. Mm-hmm. Like so, it feels like you're already being paid off for having big creatures if you're untapping with those big right, creatures. Right, because I think four is like unusually large in this yep. set. So like, yeah, I don't think this is... There is good. a slight theme of power four or greater... Uh, in, in some rest, stuff, right? I think yeah, gore claw and succons and ceiling. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then this card, but this card is uncommon. So mm-hmm. the artwork is amazing because you see this thing at the top left, and you go, "Oh, that's something. I don't know what it is." And everyone's running away. Then you read the card, and you have a look back, and you think, "Colossal majesty!" And you, all of a sudden, that thing top left, you realize is like a huge like, dinosaur foot, yeah. foot, and you can see the rest of the dinosaur in the distance, and the thing's absolutely monstrous. What a yeah, great it's big. It's a dinosaur, ass. man. That's, that's awesome. a really good art. You yeah, might like. even say it's colossal. So, <laughs> switcheroo, does that get okay? Out? Trap. Most of these are white cards, which is making me think that white is is going to be pretty rural. Uh, white. Okay, novice knight. White for a two three. As long as it's enchanted or equipped, it's got defender. White yeah. for two, one man of two three. But as long as it's enchanted or equipped, it can attack as though it didn't have defender. Mm, I think it's probably decent. Mm. I mean, very specific. Yeah. Um, maybe Would you maybe, play... maybe it's like a multicolor card where it's maybe good in like blue white, but not good in red white. Why? Because you just need. Well, I mean, two three defender is good when you pair with flyers. Sure, yeah. but mm-hmm. not good in an attack that needs to attack. Mm-hmm. This card is insane, isn't it? It's Honestly. like it's it seems quite strong. Like um. The, 
to oh, really get it going, you need to put an aura on it, and then if it gets yeah, killed, then... okay as well. Yeah, There's oh, a couple of decent. Even on one mana, two, three. What's the what's the what's the critical power and toughness? Are we knocking down a lot of stuff for two mana? Well, it looks like there, there are two twos. There are two twos, two ones, and stuff in in white. Yeah, so and I think as a, as a blocker in the blue eye deck, maybe it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, maybe better than okay there. Secret gold card. Secret blue white. Card. <laughs> what about in green white, where you can load it up with weird auras and stuff? Slesnia, you mean? Blanchwood armor. <laughs> then how many planes do I have to play to cast my white one drop? And yeah, then... and then all the forests do make yeah, a blanchwood. Armor. It's getting plus work. plus o plus plus one plus one. Sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> you control one forest. Also, I could put Blanchwood armor on anything, right? Like if I have enough oh, forest to do that. I could, yeah, could be yeah, exactly. Um, uh, okay, what do you think about this card? Uh, fiery finish. Four red red deals seven damage to target creature sorcery. I know, it's boring. Like, and it's fine rules. <laughs> you play it in every limited deck? Not every deck, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm I, know, that's, I, mean, I don't know. There's not very much to say about the type of expensive rules. Yeah, it's yeah. just six. It's like Sip of Hemlock or whatever in sure, Theros. Yeah, like, it's like fine. when you play, you I think just usually, have to play. I think usually right? overrated, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like fine. And you know that when every time you play something like that, someone's always got an eight eight out, and you just go, "I just need to destroy target creature." Oh, yeah. next God, set, next I think I think that won't come up very. I think this just does pretty much just kills. It's it. You know, it'll be funny when the spots where they get get it outside of that range. Mm. Mm. Um, got a couple more. Uh, Salvager of Secrets. I'm pretty excited to play with this one. Three blue blue for a two two. When it enters the battlefield, return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. No, maybe no. no. No, don't I like don't know. no. Don't I hate like this sort like of card. No, I hate oh, that I sort love of card. Cards like this. Ooh, because I see the vanilla five mana two. So I'm thinking, no, think, I'm yeah. just going to get something. I've got to pay mana to cast again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, nah. So this one is also very dependent on the format, I think. Mm. But mm, yeah, uh, and it's to your hand as yeah, to so your hand. You didn't cast it for free or anything. Maybe in specific archetypes, but I mean, it's not like a very powerful card that I would take very highly unless <clears throat> something very strange happens in the format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm playing. So I'm playing sealed, right? You just said murder is like one of the strongest cards. So yeah. I, I play this. No, so I get murder this, back, yeah. and I can play it again. Yeah. It's still going to cost me another three minutes to remove their stuff. But you killed. I've still got a two-two on their bloody. I well, suppose not, I I think, yeah, if the game is about card advantage or about card quality, then this is good. But if it's about tempo, mm. then it's not good. Which means oh, it's probably true. better in sealed. Than Intensifying your hand with better cards. Mm. Yeah. Like because if you draw two murders in a game. You and you also have a two-two. Like it, it's very slow. But you drew two murders that yeah, game. Still, still yeah, still slow. Most people like have non-functioning decks or whatever. So, mm. you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is format dependent. Yeah, it could be unplayable. Could be slow. like yep. mirror image. Yeah. Yeah. Pegasus course, by the way, tip of the hat. We enjoyed that one in Dominaria. Is is it going to have as much of an effect in this? In I this think set? it's still very a very good. Mm, yeah, maybe not card. as good, but still very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, this this card. I'm. <laughs> I think I'm just still getting like um, PTSD flashbacks from uh, <laughs> Ixalan Unlimited, where Territorial Hammerskull was disgusting to play against. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Starcrown Stag? Three and a white, three three. Whenever it attacks, tap target creature defending player controls. I think it's very good. It's just very good, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's another white card. You're just you're this just is screening common them as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, just yeah, so was a Hammerskull. Yeah. Yeah. We're certainly not getting that uh, wow factor that we got from Dominaria, where we, you know, in terms of, you know, when we're reading out Carl, we've got, this is a common or this yeah. is an uncommon? But that's I mean, this, very this core set. Yeah, like, I don't know. The, mm. the, the other one was also common, so mm. this is a little bit worse than that. Mm. Still good. Still a pretty, pretty big boy. Yeah. I think a 3 is actually, like, a decent size in this set. 
So three, you think three. Okay, so why don't we have a look at some of the artifacts? You know, traditionally the cards that you laugh at and throw in the bin. Um, <laughs> what have we got? It's just Especially from a core set. Like, uh, you've got, well, you got like about 12 of them. Um, yeah, but I yeah. think most are uncommon. So, yeah, like you'll see them, but they're not. Yeah, is, mm. are, there, are there any usable artifacts that you see? Oh, yeah, there's a there's a few common creatures that make uh, a, a thopter. Okay. Or um like they give they make any random artifact a 5/5 five five when they enter the battlefield or something so you can start hitting them with your uh, I don't know your fountain of renewal. What do you what do you think of crap or trap? Or, or, or trap or great fountain <laughs> that, of renewal. That, that one I think is like a segment name on the review. Yeah. Sorry. I think that card is like a Johnny's welcome, but yep. like actually good. Like, but good, yeah. Yeah, I think you can put this card in your life. I wouldn't really, I wouldn't play in a deck that didn't have the life gain things. Mm-hmm. But the, the cost on this card is much lower because you can just cycle it. Mm, so yep. yeah, I think this this is a like lower payoff, but much 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 lower cost. Yeah. So so this is what welcome. you want from a card like because we were talking about a Johnny's welcome before. Yeah. So this is an artifact for one mana at the beginning of your upkeep. You gain a life, but you can pay three and sacrifice it to draw a card. So you get your card back if yeah. the game yeah. goes kind of. A different way than yeah. Well, you top deck and don't you know feel like you're mulliganed. So yeah, nice. <laughs> it's oh. like a welcome. On yeah, like three, you draw that on like turn eight, just nothing. Yeah. It's like fountain mm. at least you know crack it immediately. Go get another. Card. Go get a three three or something. Yeah. And um, how highly are you taking Meteor Golem? It's a seven mana three three artifact. When it enters the battlefield, destroy target non land permanent oh. opponent opponent oh, control. Draft mm, depends how fast. I think sealed. This is probably like I pr- probably always play it. Yeah. Are um, we going to be playing till? That turn seven. Well, this I think is it's the, skilled, yeah. This is the thing. Like, in the, this is going to be difficult to know how the the format's going to shake out because uh, there's a lot of things that could tend to aggression, or they could tend to the format being really, really, really slow um, yeah. in sealed and in draft. Uh, well, sealed's always generally going to be slow. Know, yeah, but even this is where the pre-release most people have like slow decks, just because like, it's hard to figure out how to build the aggro decks well early. Mm. So, mm-hmm. like for the pre-release, I imagine I'm playing the first copy of this card always and quite often the second if I have it if I'm not lucky yeah so look out for Meteor Golem I really like the idea of these little pockets of synergy that are going on yeah Yeah. I I think that's more interesting because I think Mm. I don't know the sets where synergy is very important tend to be very not fun to play in seal like either you open lots of it either you open lots of it and then you're like wow my deck is so busted or you don't and then your deck just perfect (laughs) some dude just plays vampire 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 yeah good on me congratulations to you for opening 20 vampire cards it's not an interesting way to lose because they just play play a ton of cards that say vampire on them all that was yeah so I think the pockets is actually much more interesting to play I like that and you've got to figure out like the right amount to commit, you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, I was, what I was going to suggest, I just wanted to. What I wanted to know about was it. You know, moving out of the uncommons and the commons, these guys, the the planeswalkers. Have we got something that's going to pop? Yeah, it's going to uh, jump out that we're excited about. These or are, are the... we going to be looking at the planeswalker decks? <laughs> choosing those instead. Oh, you, you saw a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the planeswalkers in this set are. Uh, very, uh, not very medium. Mediocre. They're, they're pretty mediocre yeah. across the board. Even Sark and the Fireblood. You know your um, not your namesake, more your My look's um, sake. Your growing yeah. your hair back sake. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, it's gone again. Actually, really quite hard to get going. You have to discard cards to to just to be able to draw a card. Uh, obviously, if you get them up to the ultimate, you win. But that's like the case with all of these. Yeah. Um, but. Adding two mana on his other plus one ability just to be able to make dragons is kind of like... I don't know who's doing that. 
Well, that means you can probably cast like one or a few other mythics. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, the bigger one it matters for is Spark Tongue Dragon. So that, that yeah, matters, I guess. oh, Spark Tongue Dragon is one that I wanted to sure. speak about as well, which is three red, red, three, three. When it enters the battlefield, you can pay two and a red to deal yeah. three damage to any target. Yeah, so just kicker. <laughs> uh, it's it sounds in, like incredible. Like, uh, well, I mean, if you can kick it, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I think I think like the five minutes that they're flying red is like. It's, it's a bit good. below, I but then... I think it's below. I think this is good. Mm. Um, but, like, I mean, the kicker ability won't come up very often unless the format is slow. Mm-hmm. Or if you have Sarkin, I guess. But, I mean, I think I'm probably just never playing Sarkin unless something weird mm. happens. Yeah. Ooh, you, you, you wouldn't just play it as, like, a discard, like, no, a, like sounds, a, a little very, bit of a filtering outlet? Okay. No, yeah, that sounds... Liliana seems like one that you just totally don't win. Like, so her ultimate is that you, uh, you can cast zombies from your graveyard this turn. Mm. There's not a lot of zombie cards in the deck. None of them that you're that excited about. And you've still got to pay the mana cost to get them out there. That's, yeah, it just you're not seems win. very... That's not going to win not, the game for you, right? Yeah, it doesn't seem... Oh, yeah, I think not enough zombies for this card. Yeah. 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 That's one... You know, when you look at reading the spoilers and the Planeswalkers are up the top, That's I read that and I thought, oh, <laughs> zombie yeah. tribal, here we go. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. I mean, it doesn't matter how many zombies they put in the set. It's pretty hard to get that many for this card. Like, you probably need at least two for it to, like, kill something, right? So... And no, even maybe. then, you'd yeah. need I both mean, in play. Well, then it's good to kill a two-two. Yeah, Tezzeret, um, I think is is quite strong. He comes in with five. He's three blue blue. Comes in with five loyalty. You can plus one to make a one-one. Thupter with flying zero to draw a card. But if you control three or more artifacts, you draw two cards and minus nine. Blah blah blah. You win the game. Yeah, you get a planar bridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's probably the best best. Best card in the set for limited, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought Sarkin was pretty good with the plus one. You, you know, if you discard a card, you can draw a card because you just sift through your garbage. Uh, the the problem is that you have to discard stuff that you already like. Cards that are always discard to draw are so mm. much worse than ones where you draw discard because I think that's not uh, really part of the problem. I just think that you're just down a card to do it. Like yeah, yeah oh, like Sarkin is the like card how, how much that you're worse is this card do? than torment? How much work do you have to do before this card is tormenting worse? Probably too much. I think again, oh, some life. Yeah, but you, you pay a lot. Man, yeah, you man. pay. You, you spend pay time for this. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think overall the card is not really playable. Mm-hmm. All right, so so we've uh, sat down at, a, at the table. We've got our sealed packs. Mm-hmm. We're going to bust them open. What are you excited about? You, you what are you thinking? Oh, I really hope this happens as I bust these packs. What are you looking for, Aaron? <laughs> a good curve of creatures and then some removal spells to kill my opponent's bombs. Wow, that's nothing like any other set we've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to know. Uh, card specific. What do you... What do you just excited. Oh, excite card, like, card and, specific? Anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're going, oh, I hope I get to play. I'd love to play with this card. Uh, I would love to play with uh, Switcheroo, which is one of my favorite cards in Limited right. ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is four and a blue exchange control of two target creatures because I love playing <laughs> shitty cards like Salvager of Secrets and you just like, you go, get him back, get my murder back and they go, yeah, cool. And you switch through your 2-2 for their 6-6 six, six, and you're like, now I've got a murder in my head to kill whatever you play afterwards and you have my shitty 2-2. <laughs> oh, mm, yeah, I, I, I love that. I love switcheroo. That's that's a favorite pet card of mine. Right, Anthony, what are you following that one up with? Switcheroo. Patient rebuilding. No, I'm never playing that card. Are you not going to play that card? It's <laughs> no, so never, exciting. Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I, other than like some generic answer, like some bomb rares, I just want my deck to have theme basically like, when I say a theme it should either be an aggress- clear, clearly aggressive or clearly controlling I don't yeah. like the decks I get oh are we going to get that are we, like you know, saying not, like little pockets of synergy yeah you get pockets good. of synergy but I mean like an overall theme like aggressive yeah, or controlling tempo has to be on par across the deck yeah all my decks should, uh, should go one way hmm. that, that, that's different to the synergy so like, the synergies may enable like me to do one of those things better but 
Yeah. I don't want like a two mana two one and then also seven mana seven seven in the same <laughs> Sure, yeah, okay. So you're not yes. playing Omniscience? Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah, I also never play Omniscience. There seems to be yeah. quite a few res in the set that I've just never played. There are yeah. lots of res in the set yeah. that seem quite unplayable. Yeah. Don't they do yeah. that? Like, I think they do like that, though, don't they? They like having, like, let's make this piece of garbage mythic rare just to confuse everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's probably just for constructed or whatever. Well, I mean, yeah. Apex of Power, I don't know what's going on with that one. That's seven red red mm. red <laughs> exile the top seven cards of your library until end of turn you can cast non-land cards exiled this way it's just like silly commander stuff that, yeah basically uh, i mean um, it's okay uh, for mythic. That card to be mythic yeah yeah oh, i'm excited to play i don't even know what it does bane five just because it's a raven swan sick art and i'd love to have it in oh, my so hand that, just that so i can look at it. that card is disgustingly is good and oh limited, good yeah all oh, right good good good. good i think i think expels have tended to be overrated because original fiber was so busted but i think this card is just good basically and, and just look at it it's just a big old dragon's Spike, mouth. Yeah. It's perfect. Loads of movement. Swan, Raymond Swanland. Lots of spikes. Uh, spiky. Yeah. Spiky yeah. spikes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for that. Mm. Any other cards, Aaron? Uh, the other card that I'm really excited to play with because, I mean, I'm just, I'm just all over this kind of stuff like this. Mystic Archaeologist. Are you excited for this card? I've, I've already fallen asleep good. at the yeah. name of the card. <laughs> Mystic Archaeologist. So this is oh one God. in the blue. It's a 2-1. It's a wizard. You can pay three blue, blue, and draw two cards. Mm. Yeah, I think it's probably just very good. It's a oh, sort of, yeah. Yeah, Mystic Archaeology. Come on. The card, the, like card someone, like, the card basically has three words in his text box. It yeah. sounds like somebody <laughs> who would read the horoscopes to you from a newspaper. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's, here's $3.50. Please Gerald read my horoscopes. I'm a Mystic Archaeologist. I looked up. Um, I think I might have forgotten the, the crux of it. Phylactery Leech. leech. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what Phylactery is? Yeah. The yeah, thing. it's like a artifact. Box. It's box. a little thing that the Lich has to have. And if it doesn't have it, 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 it dies. Doesn't it sound a prof- prophylactic? It's a Jewish culture thing. Of a little box. Really? Yeah, and I think it's something to do with... Um, you, you put your soul in it or something. No, I think it's something Is that, that helps them... Uh, something legal or something came, abides Jeez, by the law. that's kind of screwed up if, like, if they just took a Jewish thing and like, this is the thing this evil undead things have. Uh, <laughs> I've got to look it up right now. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, oh, you're doing it. You're <laughs> it's right. evil undead things have. Don't look yeah. like flack to release. You'll just get the picture. Oh, yeah, define, of course. Define... Uh, Phylactery Leech. I looked it up and I was I was fascinated by the meaning of it. I was like, oh, shit. That's, oh, okay. that's like a, interesting. I think that I have heard that maybe. Maybe been, I had it with a different name or something. Okay, final, oh, final card. Stop looking it up. No, because it was Jeez. loading. Sorry, final no. card for Trap or Great. Liliana's Contract. Three black, black. When it ends the battlefield, you draw four cards and you lose four life. The other bit doesn't matter. If you control four demons with different names, you win. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming that card is probably very powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a format where you can play Mystic Archaeologist, then I then this is this is, this is good. so good. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I'm excited to play with that card as well. Phylactery, a small leather box containing Hebrew texts on vellum worn by Jewish men at morning prayer as a reminder to keep the law. That is very interesting. It's quite know. specific. It is very specific. I think it says. Uh, I think I, re- I think I read the, the the Hebrew word for that in. Some novel, The Chosen. I think. Is it yeah. oh, the, yeah. the Hebrew word for rosewater? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> phylactery. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Charm <laughs> or amulet used to store small parchments bearing holy scripture word? or What's arcane word for it? Is it tefillin or something? Uh, no, I don't, don't know. Here we are defining words. The, look, the last part of this uh, topic discussion, part two, mm-hmm. I had here was uh, what to avoid. And we might have covered that in uh, Trap or, or Great. Yeah, I, I think um, in, in general, it is actually very similar to other limited sets, which is like don't play cards that don't affect 
what's going on on the battlefield. Yeah. Um, you, if you if you play something like Ajani's whatever Welcome, you're you're doing a thing to hope that other cards in the future will will do it. That's not actually even though you've played a permanent onto the battlefield, it's not actually going to help you win. Uh, the the game unless you have so many other cards that, that interact with it. So really trying to evaluate whether every card you're putting in your deck is helping your overall strategy, kind of like yeah, Anthony I was saying. I think that's the most important thing. If mm-hmm. you figure out, if the, you should divide your cards into the cards that are aggressive and the cards that are controlling broadly. Some of the cards will fall in between. That's fine. You can always play those. But if mm-hmm. you make sure you don't have uh, too many cards that conflict with each other uh, on a strategic level, then I think... Uh, that's the best way to make sure your deck does something. Mm-hmm. If, like, if you have aggressive cards in your deck, make sure your whole deck is aggressive. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you draw bits of some one strategy and bits of another strategy, and then you never really get anywhere. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is quite often when people bring decks to me and they go, how can I improve this deck? I go, this is three decks mashed into one. Do you want to yeah. pick one thing? Just because they're the same color doesn't mean they work together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make, make sure they, the cards work together. So, is it, uh, maybe um, a, a really uh, on-topic example... You said don't put two ones in your deck if you have seven sevens in your deck. Yeah, in I mean, that's, sealed, that's, that's not like a hard and fast rule, but you know, like the idea is I don't want to like yeah them together. Yeah, like you'd put Mystic Archaeologist in there. That's just because a two I mean, one, not, but like not a an aggressive two one. Sure, the triggers on attacking and a seven sure, seven like that. That, that you can win the game yeah. with. He'd put Mystic Archaeologist in there because you want to know his horoscope is. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> like it's free. When you I are probably free. going to draw many <laughs> cards and win. The game. Yeah, whenever yeah. Mystic, was it Mystic? What? Archaeologist, archaeologist yeah. enters the battlefield, um, bore your opponent to sleep with your uh, horoscope <laughs> from the newspaper. Um, um, I, I, was, I, was, I agree with that. I think I think it, I felt like a level up moment. I think it was. Is it? You remember? I think Travis, my son, played with. Is it Chow? He was playing, yeah. and he was yeah. Having seen me booing him in the store, so it was probably Chow. <laughs> <laughs> he he was playing somewhere. I really got that flavor of if you. It's very much a traveling philosopher thing. If it's just a two mana two two, it's like, well, what's it doing for me? Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, you want that two mana two two that does a little bit of this. Yeah. And when you start, when I started looking at cards like that, it's like, oh, it's just not. I'm just not looking for just something. I'm looking for this and a little bit of something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sometimes, makes you really feel like sometimes oh, two mana okay. two two is awesome, and sometimes it's unplayable. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's but like it's, Magic it's, is a good game. I that's think. that's yeah. like a like a, a pretty broad sweep there. I was just yeah. meaning like any card. You know, if you're playing a four mana card, yeah. and it's not just a four four, it does something else as well. You know, it's very easy yeah. to play just like a very vanilla. Two mana two two or a three mana three two yeah. or four mana four four. But if it does something else, it interacts with the board or gets you a benefit or gets you a card or something like that. Oh, so that's a general rate. I, I try to avoid yeah. that, but I think it's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. it kind of just kind of feels good. It's like, oh yeah, I should be I should be demanding a little bit more from my cards yeah. than just filling a creature spot at three three. Just for the sake of filling yeah. a creature. Yeah, spot. I think, yeah, I think yeah. start that way, and as you go further, then you learn where the spots are where you can accept bad rates or whatever mm-hmm. cards fit theme. Like uh, I, I went three zero in a Dominaria draft. Uh, online a few weeks ago that had two copies of Telerian Scholar in it. Mm. No wizard synergies. I was. I just needed. Well. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to have. I just needed backups. three mana two threes to be able to like kind of uh, parry with with uh, three twos and, and two twos on the ground while I took over the, the game with my late game flyers, and it worked out mm. like like how I <clears> planned. <throat> sometimes your two three is going to be so bad, and when you draw it like late, but it was contributing to my overall plan for the deck, yeah. which which I managed to execute. That's that's the next step on, isn't it? Where you, yeah. you sort of think, okay, it's not giving me anything, but what it is giving me is a something bit of I tempo, yeah. something you need. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah. Aaron you can tell you, I play many bad cards if I think they fit. So mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, are, we, are we done? Do we think we've covered anything? Is there anything we want to pack? 
pass on to the listener that might get them ready for this uh, sealed event this weekend? I think it's a good time for you to really like hone in on your on your fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, l- l- analyze your, uh, your your creature combat, the stuff that you're contributing to the board. Don't again, don't fill your deck with lots of stuff that doesn't affect what's going on in the battlefield. You're going to win a majority of your games with um, creatures and and um, stuff that interacts with their creatures. Like horoscopes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, horoscopes. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Anthony, anything we've missed? Mm, not really. I guess the big takeaway is to know that you're not really don't 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 try to build theme decks. Just this thing about small packages, small pockets of synergy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's no, I, I think most of it is like fairly standard. Make sure you have a plan. And yeah. Yeah. Make sure try try to think of your decks in terms of an overall strategic plan rather than the cards that constitute it's that whole uh narrative it's like tell a story of how your how your deck is going to win win the game yeah uh Mm. Yeah. okay cool cool all right let's do that we're gonna pop out now and uh, get some listener questions uh and then we'll uh bust the booster and someone will win that booster and it's an m19 booster listener questions they're here Mm. The time mm-hmm. to answer yeah. the questions, questions that people, today people asked. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Uh, Josh, hey, uh, would you? Hey, uh, hey, Josh? Would, would you have liked to see a rare land cycle in this set? Seeing as we lose the ones from the Almond Cat block soon. Nah. Do we really care about what rarity they are? Though? Well, I, I, well, I mean, it's more that uh, we well we lose them soon, so we can just get the next cycle. Which when will, they do go, when they do go, okay. yeah. so otherwise see, there might be too many standard at once, right? Which is mm-hmm. not always good. Yep. So see you in October, Josh. Uh, yeah. So yeah. In, mm. in October, I imagine Ravnica multicolored set. They usually have a pretty great land cycle in those sets. Yeah, sure. Oh, so they will. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, fine. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, I, I don't mind. They're not being a yeah. rare I, land cycle in every. So set. be a guild, like, guildsy supporting two. Two color yeah, like land. In histor- the deal. previous two times there's been Ravnica sets, they introduced the Shocklands and brought yeah. back the Shocklands. Yeah. Um, and, and that could be a pretty cool, potent addition to standard that also work with the 10 buddy lands. All that they are do also standard. Well, they, they might do those as well. Yeah. Um, I, I actually um, much prefer in core sets uh, the rare slots not being taken up by lands, mm-hmm. even though there's lots of junkers in this set at, at rare. Um, but I really like them putting all 10 jewels in at common. I mean, it, it means that it's a bit more open to do some two, three oh, color, some three color nonsense. Oh, yeah, is it not, not just common? This like, uh, they replaced the basic land slot in some number of packs. So you oh. should see a dual land in one every what? three packs or something. Oh, cool. They're replacing the basic lands with, I think that's with right, some jewels. I, I, I didn't hear that specifically, but I did hear that they were going to be in a lot of booster packs. Right, I thought something just... like that, something weird. I don't remember. Oh maybe, wow! Maybe, maybe, maybe I just read some nonsense and it's not true. Mm. So I really try to encourage that it, you know, that it's it, there's an ease to playing multiple colored yeah. decks. Mm-hmm. If, that's, oh. if that's true, that changes some things. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Woodbridge, uh, maybe this is a bit premature before we uh, open the open the uh, booster. Yep. What is the quality of the stock? I wouldn't answer this question. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't dignify this question. No, um, I, th- I think that's fair though, because no, we've made, we've brought that up now. Because look, you've had your your uh, hour of devastation cards that want to bend, like just, Pringles. Just, just if you breathe on them heavily. I, mean, I, th- I think I think that that so-called problem is like very very severely overblown, but just internet hysteria. Hmm. I, mean, I just haven't seen them bend nearly as badly. Like you hear the worst cases that are posted to the internet. 
But I think on average, it's not really the case. The, the, like in in uh, like, uh, so like working with cards literally all day every day. Yeah. Um, the hour of devastation ones were coming out of the pack and they were thin, like like the visibly thinner than the other cards. This, and this were, was yeah. like more than a year ago. Like. And 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 were very curved. And the ones that they print in house are like thinner and and more curved as well and in dominaria they were a oh, lot they, they were they were matte and battle bond they were printed to the japanese yeah. um mm. style so i assume they're so d- the keeping along with that like a more than a year exactly which is why it's not a which is why it's not a problem yeah <laughs> but you still you get all those like eighth edition cards or something like that yeah. and you're thinking oh shit this is a real card and you're yeah flicking it and you think this is a proper card and yeah. then, but they're they're, a, they're a company that has to like um that make make their money and if and if they make however many thousands of dollars from printing the cards on one nanometer. less layer than yeah exactly one less thing then sure this is a four ply card as yeah. opposed like, to a five no, 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 ply I mean card. I think since Rivals of Ixalan there just hasn't been like a noticeable problem no I haven't I haven't had so any I don't know why Reddit always keeps banging on about it which yeah. is why I don't like the question <laughs> look I do, I do like to you know feel like you're working with quality products on anything it's nice mm. the Hour of Devastation ones were bad because I didn't feel like paying 60 bucks for a pre-curved Scarab God yeah, um, oh, okay, but yeah. like that was the one time that I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay sixty dollars for this." Like, they, they already addressed this very thoroughly. They produced an article showing that they'd used uh, like substandard stock for that, yeah. and then they switched back to a, you know. A, a yeah, mm. so uh, yeah. we are gonna open the booster shortly, but we are assuming that it's in Good. line with Dominaria and Battle Bond, which were. But hey, buy all your Hour of Devastation stock now because those are the cards that are just going to disintegrate in five months. <laughs> yeah. So oh, if yeah. you can keep them in good condition... Make sure you woo, take take, big bucks. Pic- take pictures of your Hour of Devastation cards because it'll last longer. Yeah, but it'll be, they'll be worth more because they'll become rarer because I lots more just blow ones. up and like... Oh yeah, you know? the Japanese Hour of Devastation cards are much better. Yeah. I got I got oh, Maybe that's why I also didn't notice it then because I would only have, I would mostly have opened Japanese Hour of Devastation. Oh really? Why? Yeah, because that was the pizza. So I went to Japan and... Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go, Timothy. Just uh, get Japanese cards all the yeah, time. Learn, learn how to speak <laughs> that Japanese. That actually does. Just, yeah, that is actually safe. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Henry Jones asks, will any of the Elder Dragons see non-EDH play? Probably, yes. No, I mean, maybe more, more. I mean, yes. That's just a probably I'll give when I really think yes, but I don't want to say 100% yes, because you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would, I would say uh, as strongly yes as I would ever. Ooh, what's that? That's a big can, ant. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say yeah, as close to yes as you can get. Close to yes as you can get. Oh, there you go. Now this yeah. what, this next uh, question comes with a picture, so that's bad for a audio format. But we'll see how we go. Socrates G uh, asks, "Do you think the new Liliana's infinite damage combo will see play?" He's given us an, uh, an image, but can you talk us through uh, the? Okay, so you the need image. the card Arcane Adaptation out. And it says, when it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control in any zone are that type in addition to their types. When it enters the battlefield, you pick zombie. Then you need Liliana, the new Liliana from, from this set out. You need yeah. to tick it up once, and then you need to ultimate it to say you can cast... You don't have to tick it up. Yeah, it's neg five. Neg three. Neg three. Yeah, you can do it straight up. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, so you can neg three it immediately. Wow, that makes this combo slightly more doable. Yeah. Huh. Uh, two black black. You... Well. You oh can't my goodness! Them, man. What's going on with these ants? They're dropping from the ceiling. Oh, I thought I did feel one. Okay. Uh, so you can cast zombies from your graveyard this turn with her ultimate ability for minus three, 
Um, and then the other thing you need in play is a metallic mimic in play, <laughs> naming zombie as well. Yeah. And then if you have a walking ballista in your graveyard, you can cast you can it. it oh, yeah, you can just cast it from your hand as yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, it needs to get in your graveyard somehow. Then you cast walking ballista from your graveyard. It enters a battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter. You remove the plus one, plus one counter to deal damage to your opponent. It goes back to your graveyard. But because Lilian just says you can just keep casting zombies, you just keep casting ballista over and over and over again for zero. And it comes in with one because of metallic mimic. And you just sacrifice it until your opponent dies. So it's a pretty convoluted four-card combo that... The, the quarks are, are going to definitely try and make work in our local <laughs> game store. There's one with Tesha, with the Dominaria. When you cast a historic spell, you get something from your grave. Oh, yeah, I think you need two. Scrap but two. Oh, Scrap yeah, Troller, yeah. So there's some combo like this with Mim- Mimic and Ballista sacrificing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I like this. I, like this. I, like, I mean, I, I wasn't aware of that combo before. It's conditional so it's got cool. one, one N or two. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> One uh, and yeah. early, and then one and later. Condition. Yeah, I mean, I think I think this is obviously asking you too much because I mean, the Lilian doesn't do anything unless you have other zombies in your deck, and arcane adaptation is you know doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Like, so. Oh, I like it because you get to play, you get to cast Liliana. So I, 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 I give it yeah. a thumbs up. I think I think I think it's a very cool idea. I, like I give it, it a yeah. thumbs sideways. Yeah. That's the zombie sign for that's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, okay, so what we're going to do, we'll, uh, we'll break now, decide which question we like the best, and we'll open a M19 booster and we'll give it to them. Okay, how anticlimactic. We already know the best question. Let's open the booster. Well, well do we? Do we? Yes, of do course. We? It has to be the combo you, question. Well, you've, got, you've got your... We'll discuss that amongst us. It's, you know, winning vote. Here we go. Here we go. We'll, we'll decide in the into short... The ch- into the chambers. 1.5 second Right. Blob. Yeah. Yeah. Booster, booster. Oh, I got a whole box. I got a whole box of them. Oh, look at that. You're going to hear him. I'm bench pressing it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that doesn't sound like, that doesn't sound, that's not how you bench press, is it? No. Oh, God, we've got to do some exercise. That's how I bench press. Guys, we've got to do uh-huh. some exercise. It's not very successful. No. All right. This, uh, I'm opening a whole, whole booster box here of M19. Look at that. Ooh. Oh. Coconut plastic. Smell the... No, not smelling. Roses. You can see... Oh, okay. In the top row, we have a Sarkin, we have a Liliana, and we have a... Packaging uh, on the set's really nice. Yeah, it looks... And a, and a Tesseract. It is. Oh, that is very clean. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who should okay. we go for? I'll let, I'll let you choose, Anthony. Who we want? Sarkin, Sarkin, Lizard, Liliana, Tesseract. who's the best yeah. in limited. It's unanimous. All right. The Tesseract packaged... Guy, all right. Are we ready to see how we go? Five planeswalkers in the set. Well, six uh, kind of is quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. isn't it normal? Six with the flip. claws. Yeah, but we haven't had claws in a while. All right, here we go. Oh my god, that's it. That's number the first one. M19 card. M19 really pops. I'm so happy to see that back. Yeah, it's, it looks a nice design. Yeah. It's yeah. just very um, clear to see. Uncomfortable chill. Two and a blue for an instant. Creatures like in the shed. <laughs> comfortable chill is it getting cold no no I'm just, uh, just a bit stupid I was just thinking well, I have drank one or two more beers than you <laughs> uncomfortable chill two and a blue for an instant creatures your opponents control get negative two negative zero until end of turn and draw a card very playable it gets interesting once you get to the draw a card doesn't it I, mm. hate, I hate the first bit I never yeah, really when you have to that. really work to get your card back from this then it's not good but this this just does it any time attacking blocking you always get your card back i'm 
be pretty happy to play this. Comedy faces on the goblins, yeah. are they? Yeah, they yeah, look I mean, ridiculous. But you're not first picking it. What do you feel like this one? I mean, I, yeah, it's probably fine. I'm first pick it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Catalyst Elemental, two and a red for a creature elemental. He's a 2 2, or she. Sacrifice Catalyst Elemental, add to red mana. Yeah, I think this card sucks. Yeah, this is one, this is one of them trap cards that you go oh I can use it to cast a six drop but you've paid a whole card to cast a six drop why don't you just buy something else uh, just to answer Timothy on the uh, card stock they feel very husky and 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 matte yeah very matte is what yeah I these are yeah yeah they're just printed the same as the Dominaria ones okay uh, moving on this is we've already got lost in the card stock <laughs> after two cards <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wow, yeah. it's a non-issue. Oh, hang on a minute. This is where I'm at. It's a one mana, one two with flying. How much value do you want? Called Rustwing. More value. <laughs> <laughs> Rustwing Falcon. Or Falcon. Again, this is a... Wow, this, this set is full of traps. I don't think you should play this card. I don't know. Maybe Slitherblade's good. Sometimes it is. Oh, oh yeah. I, nah, yeah, I that, guess. that was very exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> It was very exceptional. Never deny the chip, chip, chipping away of a fire <laughs> that nobody can respond to. And nobody wants to waste their murder on this card, do they? I've heard people call cards like this Lava Axe for one mana. Because if you play it on turn one, it hits them for five that's, that's before they can do anything. Yeah. Um, so if you build your whole deck around this and <laughs> you randomly... I wouldn't do that. Just I wouldn't go that far. Just, like, I just hate playing cards like this hey i tell you what disperse one and a blue for instant return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand there's a card that we've known over the years oh yeah that's all right <laughs> card appraisal by aaron <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's fine uh, like uh, I mean, it's, generally very it's all right I yeah think you can play this in many different kinds of decks so mm. i think yeah like in uh, paired with green for example it's good at saving your large creature from a double lock in the flies deck it gets you tempo right? it's you know it's the archetypal tempo card right you just yeah, chuck it back yeah. in your hand and yeah. uh, I'll do some stuff while you're doing what yeah, you did so last I mean, round I, I, like, I like this card it's, it's not hard to engineer a situation in which you get a card out of it yeah yeah. Uh, his uh, this is a new one Epicure of Blood four and a four and bla- a black pip for a four four oh creature. whenever you gain life Whenever your opponent life, loses a life? Yeah, each opponent loses one life. So four and a black for a four four. I think you're probably just gonna be like 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 from a very broad look at the spoiler, a four four for five is pretty big. Um yeah, so. just play a five and a four four with no ability. Sometimes this triggers like once or twice and that's hmm. like yeah, and you drain him for a little bit, but like I think this is gonna be pretty big in the form like like a, a large body compared to other stuff in the format yeah and it could be particularly annoying uh, if you've I got think, a few life yeah. gain cards yeah i think i would first pick most black cards so oh mm. you don't, don't like black so? yeah I think oh so i go the other way yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh well, hey, anthony but i do say, remember the rivals the Ixalan one i also thought that black would be bad and then it wasn't so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what he flip-flopped like, yeah. on that one there yeah. yeah. i knew i was gonna flip-flop but this time i feel i think like for black with rivals i was like i think this is bad but i could see Changing my mind by next week. This <laughs> yeah. one I actually just think black is bad. <laughs> well, here you go. This is a classic uh, green card with the classic art. Titanic Growth, one and a green for an instant where a target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. Swing in with your, pl- your tutu and then bang! Take down the big Bruh! guy. Uh, this has always oh, been blah. okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. A lot of these cards are just like, you know, middle of the road playable. Yeah. yeah. 
This one has got the most ridiculous artwork ever. Thank you, Pete Venters. This is from pre-artists uh, trying to impress on yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Can you guess? No, not off the top of my head. No. Infectious Horror. Three oh, in, yeah, from three like scars of, uh, Shards of Alara, yeah. Three in a Black for a Tutu. No, it's from Conflux, sorry. Oh, that stinks. Three in a Black for a Tutu. But is a creature zombie horror. Whenever Infectious Horror attacks, each opponent loses two life. So. I think, yeah, that's, that's why I think Black sucks, because we've got a card like this. Yeah, it's very bad. Are we going to play that in uh, Two at a Giant, Friend Black? It's uh, still just not worth it, because it then, then they have twice as many creatures worse, to block it with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I mean, if you... Oh, no, no two-headed, just... The fucking two-headed uh, zombie is worse than two-headed... No. Yeah, oh, sad. Two-headed zombie is worse than two-headed giant. Two-headed giant is also worse than two-headed giant. to be better than two-headed giant. Highland Game, which is like toss the kyber or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah throw the log. Highland Game, one and a green for a two-one uh, is an elk creature. Uh, whenever when Highland Game dies, you gain two life and probably a nice roast. I want a PDQ playing like three of that guy. Oh, that, the, the, the Rockingham one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three for a two one. Yeah, and two Anthony one. Two mana two tempoed one. the crap out of me with his deck full of two ones. <laughs> yeah, they, they were really bad. And Icy, icy Blast? Yeah, yeah. The Icy Blast wasn't even... I didn't even need the Icy Blast. Yeah. Just lots of bounce spells. Uh, uh, this, is, this is format dependent whether this is good or not because, like, it's like in some formats you really want a two one and then getting think, life yeah, is just gravy. Yeah, better in, like, the defensive decks where you kind of have to play, like, field of two ones. Like, if it was, like sometimes... When you have the very high codes, you have to play like any two drop. And then this one is like particularly good defensive. One. So this is going to buy you time in, in a green deck to get to your your so. big beefy yeah. guys yeah. later on. And you're going to get two life, which helps as well with the mm-hmm. making you live longer. Yep. Okay, that sort of does both jobs well. Uh, oh, here we go. Starcrown Stag. Three and a white for a 3-3 three, three. creature elk. It's another elk. Uh, oh, elk tribal. Oh, can I can I can oh. I hear? Sadly, no payoffs. Whenever Starcrown Stag attacks, tap target creature. Defending play controls. Those are always nice, yeah, right? I love yeah, this this yeah. is this is yeah. best best card in the pack so far. It's yeah, just this is the first uncommon, right? No, it's, no, no, it's, no, it's common. It's common. Yeah. Still common. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many. We, oh, <laughs> how many we got left? This could be. <laughs> uh, this is the last one right here. There's none. Essence Scatter, uh, one and a blue for an instant counter target creature spell. I, I'm erring on always main decking this in limited nowadays. It's just that you Wait, was never... there some point where you didn't think it was right to main deck essence. Um, yeah, well, like the, there was some in, in which, like, oh, I guess, well, I guess not. There was some in oh, I always felt like you can't. I always felt like not playing it because it's specific to creatures. But then if you step back and you like think, murder is specific to creatures. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, because that's it. Because it's like, well, what else do you care about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I guess not. Like it should Instant always just speed. be. How many copies do you mean? <laughs> yeah, um, lots, then, right? Well, they kind of get better the more I have because then I don't mind as much passing through. Mm-hmm. And it's not got any of that counter targets creature spell unless someone who pays some mana or something well, I mean, like that. It's, it's just, it's it's just happening. It's a, yeah. Yeah. That's our commons. Which one do you like? Starcrowned? I'd take, st- I would take Starcrowned Stag first, yeah. Mm, it would depend, I think. I, I, I don't know which is better of uh, the defensive deck for the aggressive deck. Oh, no. This, this, this is, we're drafting now, Anthony. And yeah. this. This is your first draft. This first is, draft in the format. And this is all. These are all the cards that you've got. Oh, they didn't pack any rares. They didn't pack any uncommons. I know they oh, smell. They smell really weird. My, my pack. My deck is. My, my pack is only commons. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. What are you going to take? 
Maybe, yeah, maybe Scatter. Less than Scatter? Oh, yeah. Less Scatter. Oh. Going on the defensive straight up. Uh, okay, here we go. This guy, what a look, what a, a face only a mother could love. Ravenous Harpy, two and a black <laughs> for a creature. Harpy is a one-two. Or Flying. Harpy's, harpy's, a harpy's, a harpy's a ladies. Harpy's a ladies. That is not a face of a lady. Not that ladies are harpies. Oh, no. She's ravenous. Hmm. No, I think actually when I took my driver's lesson, the... No, oh, the driving yeah. instructor. Yeah. yeah, I met her. Lovely lady. She is. She, oh, she's a lovely personality. Just not much. <laughs> Very unkind to look at. Oh, all right. Ravenous harpy, creature harpy, two in a black for a one-two. Uh, she has flying. She can also one colorless mana or generic mana sacrifice another creature. Put a plus one plus one counter on ravenous harpy. So I think can... this is quite narrow. I mean, I think it's like good in that particular. Uh, with, with with like those other sacrificing cards, but unless I don't think there are like many token making cards. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you got like the white. Not enough. You got like dragon egg, doing the center, and the one one goblin. But like a bunch. A Johnny. Imagine this guy with a Johnny. If you ultimate a Johnny, <laughs> wow! Killing cats <laughs> like. Good, yeah, imagine this ravenous <laughs> harpy would dine out on cats. Yeah, maybe, I could maybe, see maybe, that happening. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Harpy it's, cats. That's theme appropriate. Is it um, a woman? Oh, it's really just nothing. It's just a beast-looking thing. Yeah, it's I mean, just a, maybe that's how harpies are. a harpy's hoard is a filthy, blood-stained pile of trinkets and corpses. <laughs> Inferno Helion. I just love the word Helion. Helion. Mm. Helion. Three and a red. Is this our first red card? I got a light on red. Cards. No, we had the silly thing you can sacrifice for mana. Okay. Oh, sure, yeah. Inferno Helion. Three and a red for a seven-three. Holy moly. Uh, at Uncommon, uh, creature Helion. Uh, it's got Trample. And at the beginning of each end step, if Inferno Helion attacked or blocked this turn, its owner shuffles it into the library. Oh, goodbye, Inferno Helion. Oh, it's not good. Yeah. It's, uh, I, th- I think the fact that it... Well, like, you know, attacking with it is quite hard, I think. Because it's basically just a much worse lava axe then. Uh, um, but you go down a card and it takes some damage, but they have more control. Like, it's easier to stop this than to stop a lava axe. Mm-hmm. So it's just a bad lava axe, I think. Yeah. Unless you're going to block with it, but if you're going to so block you, with it, that's a lot of magic. You're hoping to play it, then do nothing with it because it's got yeah, so uh, summoning sickness. If I play this, it's because I want to block my opponent's large creature that I couldn't otherwise kill. Yeah. yeah. But then maybe survive their attack and not need to block. Then it comes back to you, and then you attack you, yeah. with it. Because it's if it blocks as well, it gets yeah, shuffled. If it, blocks, if it, it gets shuffled out somehow. So it's know. four mana to do one thing: block or attack. Yeah, which is okay, but like, it's not good. one time, one time. Yeah, Ugh, it's very, like, very, very narrow. Yeah, give it to me one more time. One time. One time. Uh, does, uh, bad. Two times. That, that mostly how many times this card would do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dryad Green Seeker, one and a green for a one-three. Is a creature Dryad. You can tap her. They? No, it's it's a her. Yeah. It's a her. This, this one's one. pretty clearly a, a her. I think she's a, she's a it her. It looks like Groot. H- him's a she. Shim's yeah. a he. She's a he. <laughs> yeah. Um, what what she does is you can tap her. Look at the top card of your library. If it's a land, you may reveal it and put it into your hand. And she's a one three as well. I like this card a lot. I know. I'm I think thinking this is good. yeah. This is what I'm talking about when you get a a two mana one three, 
And you get to do something else with yeah, it as this, well. Yeah, this draws a card like once every all the, two all the and a bit turns. cards that, can be, that scale reasonably well like in long games. So I like them a lot. Yeah, like this, this prevents you from flooding later in the game. Mm. It helps you draw your lands earlier. Gets your creatures because you're gonna you're gonna take well, if it's a land on top of your on top yeah, of your library, yeah. you're gonna pick mm-hmm. it up so, and yeah, then the I next card has more one chance. Card before it becomes very good, which I think mm-hmm. will probably happen over the yeah. course of the game. Yeah. Just I, her, I, this is what I'm picking so far. I, I like that card. Yeah. I like value cards and core sets. Like like I'm gonna assume that this core set is really uh, card advantage based, and I love that stuff. And and cards like this are just how you get ahead in in cards and card quality yeah. over the over the course of the game so it more so than any other card in this pack and she's got a, a handful of it's, it's weird she's, uh, she's she telling island to, island yeah. she's saying play an island play card islands. there you go there you go it's a helpful hint okay we've got would, a, you, would you first pick this Maybe. Well, it that's depends. Right. Depends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're up to our mythic or rare, uh, so that's where we're at at the moment. Uh, I, I think Dryad Greenseeker is a standout performer. Mm. Sweet okay, we have a rare with terrible art. It's uh, oh, <laughs> it's like a very well cut one. It's Leonin, not Leonel. Oh, the war leader. Leonin war leader. Two Ooh. and two white for a four four <laughs> creature cat soldier. Whenever Leonin War Leader attacks, create two one one white creature cre- t- t- attacks. Create two one one white cat creature tokens with lifelink that are taps and attacking. Holy moly, that's, that's not bad considering some of the other yeah, stuff I mean, we've I guess seen. That an easy yeah, that cut's dirty. <laughs> yeah, if if they don't kill the one ones on the attack, you're just building up a huge board presence. If they're blocking those, I mean, you like. Like it's a four, 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 four. You're pretty happy with all those things, and it gains you life for your random life gain synergies as well. Yeah, Eesh. but Jacob Casper, my god, that the artwork is <laughs> just <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like, oh, he's going to look. I can paint lion faces really well, so I'll just have a four Six or five of them in the background. Faces. And that's uh, it for the deck. We've got some weird stuff. We've got a dragon token, which is hey. pretty, pretty sweet. No, the, it's the 5-5 five five from the Mother oh, of six, Dragons. Six lapis, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at this. This is Use this card to represent a double-faced oh, nickel bolus card yeah, cool. in your library that or hand. Really nice, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. It was, so it's got a magic and back. And it's got a magic back. Oh, nice. All right. All These, right so they have done a really great job with this set uh, visually and, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff. I'm, I'm really happy for, with it. Except for this piece of garbage for the rare. Uh, what are we picking, guys? What are Leonin we Wall Leader, very nice. Sorry, take the rare. If the rare wasn't there, it's pretty yeah. close between uh, Essence Scatter, Green Seeker, and dried the green Stag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very happy with the Dried Green Seeker. I think that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good fun. I want to be playing three color powerful deck. And you, you'd get your Ravenous Harpy and just start killing off all of the uh, the white cat creature tokens. Oh, there you go. Small synergies. Yeah, they go block those synergies. and you go... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, they've got one left. Ravenous Harpy. Yum, 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 yum. That's how you get fur balls. <laughs> by eating too many kittens. Helpful tip for all, all our Harpy listeners. Did we say who was going to win? We love our Harpy listeners. Win all that? Socrates G, all right. You win this sweet booster with the with the Leon War Leader. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, uh, he's he's off to a fly with the M19. Yeah, he's, nice. got, he's got. We can't we can't mail him out this week. <laughs> the, sure, he, he, oh, he comes into the store. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So he's local. All right. Jolly good. Uh, that's that done. Let's do some neat and toys right after this. <laughs> 
Needs and twos. Needs and twos. Cool. Cool. So, that's mellow, isn't it? Needs and twos. Yeah, I had a. Yeah. Had a... I'm going to need some needs and twos now, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Very relaxing. Some, you want need some needs and twos? Yeah, it's yeah. just nice. Uh, anything, anything on the horizon, gaming worldwide? What, what's what's happening? Uh, there's a lot of pre-releases coming up. There is, there's, for there's, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's more than one. Nationals is coming up. Nationals is coming one. up in Canberra. Yeah. In get Canberra, your tickets in Australia. Fly in. Get get yourself into. Yeah, it. you get to play some some corset limited and some standard. Yeah, there'll be a right after the well, after so, the release. Uh, yeah, if you have a new brewer that. You know, you have you have a chance to break it before anybody else. Yeah, you you, want to play that done... new Defender Dragon deck? Go right on Defending ahead. Dragon? Oh, no, the, no, the one that. Arcades, yeah. You done the Nationals uh, before, Anthony? No, you've never been. Okay. No, too many other things to go to. Okay, <laughs> this is <a> glowing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> talking about too many other things to go into. Uh, not only is it MTG pre-release, but what's the other pre-release that's happening? Final Next. Fantasy Opus Ooh. Six coming out. Next Sunday. Opus 6, is that what they're up to? Yeah. And now talking about cardstock. That's that's impressive, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's impressive. It's not a bad game. I don't think it's as good as Magic, but it's like a good game. Yeah, Mm. you played it. I haven't played it. (laughs) It's very funny. I've just played a look at the cards. It's a funny little thing. Tell them about your tournament. I lost lost a Davin in a draft, so I decided I would never draft again and just play Final Fantasy on (laughs) days instead. Um, it was good. Like I think, yeah, a lot of people think to be good at whatever, you just have to spend infinite time on it. But I think it's only about how you think about the game. So to prove that, you know, I played Final Fantasy with obviously not knowing what any of the cards do. Yeah. I mean, I've done all right. I think I've only, I've only like, the only games I've lost have been to the same person. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that seems pretty consistent. If you can beat... Yeah. Everyone except this one guy. Yeah. I well, guess he must be good then. He's spent more time on it than you have. Um, Anthony well, just like... everyone has spent more time. A- Anthony just beat... Like 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 won the tournament or whatever, and he just like turned it into store credit from the past. Dominaria, and then they were like, um, "Anthony, are you gonna play regionals?" And Anthony's like, "Oh, I don't maybe." So. I, I had to play the Magic RPDQ. Yeah, so I, was, I was I was over East to play some. And all the Final Fantasy people were like, "Yay!" <laughs> because he was too good. He kept beating him all. <laughs> <laughs> poor Final That's Fantasy great. people. Yeah. So yeah, uh, local store. We've got, we're going to have um, we're going to have multi pre-release, multi pre-release happening under the roof. Oh, oh good. my goodness! Um, yeah, but it's it's big pre-release weekend, and that's that pretty much dominates the uh, the calendar of the next couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Yeah, going big on. big Age of Sigma stuff out at the moment. If you haven't yeah. caught on to that, that's proper exciting. You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last pod. What got me excited about that? I picked up a white dwarf and just and just read. I was looking through it and I was going, Th- "These minis are sick." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got really excited about yeah. it. You know, out of the blue, just by reading this magazine, I was like, "Yeah, this, this yeah, is fantastic." This is, people being excited about their hobbies and uh, makes mm. me excited about them and wanting to be involved and stuff as well. And, and seeing yeah. everyone building and painting their minis in store and, and that makes me go, oh man, I want to just like build, build a yeah, little so it's army about. and have a thing that I built from scratch like and painted mm. and stuff myself. So yeah, that's it's pretty appealing to me as well. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty sick. All right, um, yeah, so it is the general stuff. If you hear your name if in any of this uh, show, uh, give us a yell on... Uh, podcast at sevenlandhand.com and we'll send you out a badge uh, we've got the hot gar badge a few advertising tools left and we've told matt that we're going to write some hilarious new badges up yep. or something mm-hmm. so that's going to happen soon uh, and you can win to crypto by leaving a comment on the post for episode 123 which is currently pinned to the top of the seven land hand facebook page 
Uh, what have you got to do? You got. Uh, to, you have to say the code, which is no, no, no. This is the passphrase. The comment style this month is you've got to leave oh. a uh, a comment telling us something secret that you don't want anyone to know about. <laughs> <laughs> on a public forum. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. No, no look, it's going problem. well. We already know no. your secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's going well so far. We've had people admitting to liking Elvis uh, movies. Oh, yo. Yeah, I like Elvis movies, someone said. And anyway, um, because we've done this so early, what we're going to do is we're going to come back with a... Uh, uh, another Seven Line Hand Extra in the middle of July, which will be a review of the game uh, Bitten, which uh, I, was, I was hoping to get a game of you Bitten with you. You'd really enjoy it. It's, it's, oh, yeah, we ended up playing cool. um, Decrypto instead. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll find it. We'll time, find time for it because mm-hmm. I, think, I think you'll be pretty impressed. It's, it's good stuff from Cat good Dragon game. Games. Yeah. Local designers? Are Australian? No, French Canadian. French Canadian, thought, that's right. No, no, no. Oh, they sent us a review copy. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if it's French Canadian. I'm pretty sure it's Canadian. Oh, I've been out to French too Canadian much. was decrypto. It was. So that's Maybe why it's French. Maybe they're just Canadian. Maybe, Maybe they're, they're American. From Venice- Seattle. Venezuela. Seattle, Washington, I'm thinking now. That's not, in, <laughs> that's not French or Canadian. I don't think Venezuela has that accent. Venezuela. Yeah, I think that's... That's the, the Barcelona list. Yeah, oh, and I was thinking of Ni- Nicaragua. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that, that's more like... That's, more, that's better. Colombian. Colombia. Yeah, so good. We'll have uh, Lucy Zelich on the, on, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. She can come and tell us everything about it. Shout yeah. out to Lucy. Doing a good job. SPS. Oh, yeah, she's knocking out of the park. Yeah. She's just commentating so many games because I've just screwed up the thing so badly. Oh, this is so shit. Even though the, and the Prime Minister comes in. There's a rip-off there, isn't there? Because the Prime Minister's got to be have some control over how crap the NBN is in Australia. And then Optus have to direct, send their... Not directly, I mean, it's... Isn't it? Well, he, could, like, so he can't, like, make it... We're going to spend so much wires, so much money on the wires on the infrastructure in Australia. Yeah. We're going to spend zero money on that. Now all of the telecommunications people have to use that to sell product to people. And then when it doesn't work, they go, he blames the companies that can't do it properly. Is that how it works? Yeah, well, yeah. Ooh. Well, he's, he's not the one who made the NBN the problem. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that stuff. Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. <laughs> why we do games, not politics. Yay. All right. That's the end of that. That's why Anthony does politics, not games. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony's uh, a competitive. He's got another podcast. He's got the uh, political NBN podcast. Yeah, but I, I can't deliver it to anyone because there's no NBN. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Uh, Boo. He's good. Ciao. He's taught me. Boo, yeah, oh. Ciao.